The Tape Never Lies Network. Starts now. Jackal again. Always. We always miss Chris Jackal. Yes. He is the brunt of every joke. He is the most interesting man at TTNL because he's never here. You know that? Just like the smartest man when we do the dumbest tweets, we need that for Jackal. He makes alligators cry. Oh, we got to come up with something. We love Jackal. We all love Jackal. He's the man. He will skip the Super Bowl to watch Argentina versus Costa Rica in the World Cup. (laughs) He will skip the Bears game to watch a T-ball game. He's the most. Anyway. Oh, shit. Shane Marsaw, the smartest man. Once again, he probably doesn't deserve that title. I do, but it's absent again. Uh, Shane uh, has the case of the Montezumas. The Montezumas. Revenge. Uh, No, in all seriousness, Shane is under the weather with his family. A little bit sick. So... Again, send some positive energy towards Shane and his family. I believe he believes they have honestly uh, had food poisoning, for God's sake. These guys can't catch a fucking break. I blame it on fucking... (laughs) I I wasn't even going to say... (laughs) I, I knew what you were thinking. <laughs> my mind. It was either him or the freaking CEO of the T-Ball League. One of those two. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so, yeah, we're back. The Chicago Bears had a bye week, Claude. Yeah. I had a bye week. I put everything away. We all had a mental bye week because it's yeah. just seems it's like been... every week we go around on, what, a six-game losing streak. It's just... We needed a break. We needed a break. We needed uh, to reboot, recharge. I did miss everybody. 
even cars and his dumb stats. I missed him. I don't know where he did he unlock his car again. I don't know where he is. His keys are lost. His keys. What is what are the keys to this week, Claudio? Going against the Philadelphia Eagles. Cars just know. put on need, your seatbelt. We need one of those master keys that opens up all the fucking cars doors. <laughs> the skeleton key. Yeah, we need a skeleton Getsy key for this skeleton week. It's gonna key. be rough, I think. Well, um, I think but... we're gonna try to run double reverse pass again. <laughs> Luke Getzi. Luke Getzi. I, I love what Cherie had to say in the open. A lot of people, there's like several theories and analogies and and shit going down in the world in regards to the Chicago Bears. They're a three-win team. I will have my agitated anger if I see Riley Reef starting and Sam Mustafer starting. I just think that's a showcase of inept coaching. But we'll, I'm sure you'll get a rant of all rants on BHL on Sunday because I just don't think, obviously, you have three wins, Claudio. Now's the time that you find the answers that you need going forward. Who wants it? Who is wants to be a part of the future of this franchise? So with the embarking of free agency and $128 million, a first-round pick that right now is the second pick, whether they're tanking or they're not tanking, that is the question. That is the question. For me, I didn't see the tank effort on Sunday versus the Packers. But again, I know everybody should know whether you like the McCaskies or don't like them, that that game is a meaningful game to the McCaskies and to the city of Chicago and all of its fans. Of so if there was a semblance of tanking, it would be very apparent. And thus, you can say, based on the tape, which never lies, Claudio, I never didn't see any tanking or anything like that. No, I agree. So now you come to the Eagles off a of bye week. You've had two weeks to prepare for the Philadelphia Eagles. Justin Fields' illness, Ivan tells me he will be playing on Sunday. If he's a healthy scratch, that's a tank. That's a tank oh, move. Sure. <clears throat> he needs all the reps he can get, especially right. with Claypool and but if you're putting these players out there that obviously you've gotten to the extent of answers, we all know Riley Reef's not going to be here next year. It's Sam Mustafer. We've seen enough of what Sam does on offense. So you want to get some answers here. Leatherwood should be out there starting. Island starting. Get the answers that you want. Is Cody White here a part of the future? That's what you got to see. You got to get these answers moving forward. Whether they do it or not, to me, 
This has been easy money for Chicago to always stick to some moral bureaucracy. As we say, politics in Chicago when it comes to this. They should be able to go out there and get some answers on the offensive line. Who should be there? Well, Phil, they practice every week. They don't even go live. They can't tackle live. The CBA is such a fucking mess when it comes to, imagine being in a sport. I think about just in high school when they limited us to go live with kids that have to learn tackle, learn how to block. <laughs> when you limit that, it affects us there. Imagine in the NFL and you got rookies, you got guys that are coming off injury and you're not getting these looks. That's not good for the game of football. And thus, it affects the game of football and the Chicago Bears. How this is going to be moving forward, the Chicago Bears are going to define that. Who is Eberflus? Is Eberflus a man of the future? Is he selling out to gain and garner that second pick? Is he going to hide behind something? I think that you do a disservice if you don't get answers on Leatherwood, you don't get answers on Dieter Eislin. We've seen enough of Sam Mustafer to last me 60 years of Bears football. 60. I'm, I'm just saying. Then you want to get answers on Cody White here. Is his age? Is his performance? Get some young guys and give them some reps. You rotated your best offensive lineman for weeks. And you moved him from tackle to guard to do it. Now, he's been clearly the best offensive lineman you've had, and you still have questions on that kid. So you have the most important answer answered, your quarterback. But the second most important offensive answer is your line. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Claypool, Mooney, these guys are good enough. Yes, you're going to get another receiver. You could win with these guys. The offensive line is the issue. Trust me. But anyway, I see our guests coming in the green room. I know she's enjoying all the spread that Bratcher laid out for us in the green room. Some shrimp, some Don Perriant. <laughs> she's looking around. She's like, where is it? I don't see it. <laughs> but I'm excited because this is a legend. And a legend coming on the network, a broadcasting legend, deserves an intro like no other, right? Of course. And let's do it the way we do it. You guys know her, especially in Chicago. For me, in Connecticut, I didn't know how long she's been on the airwaves preaching the truth. Let's bring her out here. Peggy Kazan. <laughs> It's not very often we get Chicago sportscasting royalty into our studio. But tonight is one of those nights. This lady is a 12-time Emmy Award-winning sportscaster who has worked in sports television for more than 25 years. Currently at ESPN 1000 
as the co-host of the Peggy and Dion Show. She can also be heard on the Sportscaster and her son and Pass the Mic podcast. Bears fan, TTNL fan, get up out your seats and give it up for this TTNL Network first timer. Business, right? We gotta make you look your agent called. He's like, you better make her look no. <laughs> you make you yourself look good. 25 years. How in the hell did somebody stay in the city of broad shoulders, the windy city for so long doing this, Peggy? Let's start there. Okay. Well, it's why I retired five years ago. <laughs> Honestly, I have three kids, a husband. It's crazy. It's just, it's, it's crazy. You know, it's a lot of work and you just kind of hit a point where you're like, oh my God, if the bears hire one more freaking coach, I, I cannot, I cannot, you know, not only do the research on getting to know the coach, but then you have to actually try to get to know them. Done. I was, I have a really, I'm already, okay. So anyone that listens to Peggy and Dion knows I go off in tangents all the time. Great so, for the show. I know. So I'm sorry. I am going to tell you right now um, that right after I retired, I went to Florida and uh, decided that I was, I'm done. I'm going to retire. And I watched the Bears season with John Fox. And yeah. About six months later, I was in Florida again, and I ran into John Fox. Betty, what happened to you? I, I, I don't get it. Why'd you leave? I know you like. I look on the sidelines, and you're like, your hands are up in the air, and I think, oh, Peggy's upset. What's going on? I said, John, you drove me crazy. You <laughs> crazy. We, I want to do a story on an offensive lineman, and I can only have my cameras rolling for like three minutes, and they're stretching their groins out. Like, I don't care about that. I need to see them doing drills. I need to see who they're working with on the line. I mean, that that was it. I, I needed a break after that. So, yeah, 25 years is pretty funny because sometimes you just kind of – it's like a marriage. Sometimes you just kind of need a break, you know? <laughs> I just – I get it. Not the marriage part, but the Chicago <laughs> Bears part. The Chicago Bears. It's like an addiction. Yeah. Because, you know, I was able to meet you, I believe, Peggy, uh, when you were covering the Bears with Fox, I believe, in NBC. New England. In New England, when they did the, the – I was there the day they had a brawl on the field, Martellus Bennett. Martellus Bennett. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you and I were taught, I was covering the Bears at that time for USA Today Bears Wire. 
and that's a whole nother story, but I did meet you there and you were just so nice to me because I was like this new guy that the click of beat writers were so worried about me. Right. And you were like, hi, how you doing? You know, so nice. But anyway, but. And remember, yeah. Martellus Bennett wouldn't even talk to us. Oh, my God. Jeez. I, it's like, I remember it was like when Frank Thomas left the White Sox and went to Oakland and I was covering the White Sox uh, spring training and I'm in Oakland's camp and he looks over at me. He's like, I'm not talking to you, Peggy. Oh, <laughs> jeez. <laughs> like, really, guys? Come on. And Martellus wouldn't talk to us. It was like. Dude, like, come on, guys. You I mean, you've established a relationship with them a, a little bit here and there. I mean, pers professional relationship, you would expect a little give back. You know what I, I mean? I gotta like tell you, that is so true. Like, we truly had one of the things I really enjoyed about covering the Bears was going in and talking to guys, not with a camera in their face, but just trying to get to know them and, mm -hmm. you know, what makes them tick? What are their hobbies? What's their family life like? Things like that. So that when you're reporting on them, you have a better idea of who they are, right? Right. And Martellus was one of those guys. And we truly had great, really, really good conversations with him uh, in the locker room. And, you know, when he pulled that, I was like, oh, here we go. Playa, playa. That's what we all, I always call <laughs> anyone ever pulls, you know, pro stuff, I always go, playa, playa. Here we go. So, yeah. Um but yeah, I mean, back to your first question. See, I told you I'd go on tangent. Um, I, I don't know how it lasted so long. And now that I'm back, I'm kind of laughing at the fact that I'm back because uh, it's really not easy to give up a beat and then I shut it off. I mean, I truly yeah. shut it down and just watched. I tried to watch as a fan and every now and then I'd be on Twitter reacting uh during a game but um it's hard to come back and and pick up where you left off so if ever i was going to do it it was with a new coaching staff and and so, so many new faces on the team like now was the time so it's been really it's been fun and i think i i'm i have a somewhat of a different perspective now after 25 years well let me let's start here because you've been there at the front lines of it. And I, is it a McCaskey issue or is it? You're going right at it, aren't you? I am because the meat of the, I had the, the pleasure of traveling with the Bears a few weeks ago to Dallas. And Dion Miller is one of my great people in my Fast. life. She's so Fast. supportive of this oh, yeah. network and me personally, I have a, friendship with her that I've grown through this network and I told her as well it just seems like there's so many fucking layers of bureaucracy <laughs> that football is like the third most important thing now maybe they're trying to change that now but for those 25 years previously is that the root of the problem the McCaskies and Ted Phillips well, I have always said, and it's really hard when you attack someone personally, because any of us who have been attacked personally, you just stop and you say, you know, I'm just doing my job. So exactly. I will just say, uh, I'm going to separate the person and the job. Uh, the McCaskey family is wonderful. They 
have been very good to me. Um, you know, I may not see eye to eye with everything that they do, uh, but personally, they are truly good people. As NFL owners, the record speaks for themselves. You cannot go through the number of coaches uh, that we have gone through in the past 20 years the number of quarterbacks that we have gone through tells you that they haven't hired the right people in the right positions to make the right decisions. And one of those people, unfortunately, is Ted Phillips. Ted is a nice enough guy. He really is a um, very smart man, but he's not a football guy. And right. he, he was thrust into a football position as you know, the family's accountant. And I just think that they kept him too long. Their um, being loyal really hurt them. And as much as he said, I'm not in a decision-making position, he was in a decision-making position because not only did they hire the people, but they would throw, you know, they would say, hey, this is what I'm thinking about doing at the quarterback position. And the final two says was Ted Phillips and George McCaskey. Exactly. You know, so... um, they're they're stuck in trying to run a mom and pop business like a 1950s mom and pop business in an era that they are a billion dollar team. They are a billion dollar company and you can't get upset with minutia like a reporter, you know, one comment. You Thank cannot you. get upset about that stuff. You are a billion dollar company and you have to carry yourself that way. And I think, and I hope that George has seen that in some ways. I still think they need a director of football operations that is a football guy. Thank um, you, Peggy. Yes, I just don't think- in my language here. Yeah, I just, you know, <laughs> so, you know, but but here's the other, like, like, like let's peel back another layer and and, it's easy for all of us to manage and micromanage their company, right? Which is the Chicago Bears. They don't have an outside income. Mm-hmm. They don't have a Papa John's. They don't have a Microsoft. They don't have money coming in outside of the billion dollars that they get from the NFL and TV rights. So yeah. thus, they, they do, and ticket sales. So they do run it more mom and pop-ish because they have a bottom line they have to answer to. Um, Other teams can pull from their resources that the McCaskies just don't have. Peggy, real quick, you had mentioned before, like how you were trying, you're trying to get some film about how the D-line's playing. You're trying to get actual practice footage instead of them, like you said, stretching their groins, which I find hilarious because that's pretty much all you can do when you go to Hallis Hall, we were, uh, me and Bratcher were actually at training camp and we're watching people get pulled out of the stands for re- recording the, the practice yeah. on their phones. We're, we're over there trying to hide. Like, I'm, I'm over, yeah, I'm over there by the bushes trying to go ahead and get what as much <laughs> the film grassy as I can. Is it, do you, did somebody explain that to you? Can, do, can you explain that why that is? I, and I understand like it, it's connected to that mom and pop mentality, but why did they do that to somebody who's been on the beat? For, for, you know, as many years as you have. Well, um, you should watch one of my podcasts called um, NFL Spies. We had a guest on in which he talked about how much the NFL spies on each other. Um, you guys are perfect examples. Uh, you, all you have to do is buy a ticket. 
to mm-hmm. a, or not even buy a ticket, put your name in to a, to your, uh, a hat and your name is drawn and you get two tickets to training camp. They don't know who anyone is in the stands. So what they do know is who the media are in the media section. And so they can control us by saying you're not allowed and you've got the big camera on your shoulder. Uh, your cameramen are not allowed to shoot. They come over and they say, okay, camera's down, right? Mm-hmm. But I look over in the stands and I see, you know, a million, you know, holding your phones up, dozens fans yeah. who are bloggers, or I don't know, maybe they do work for the Patriots. Maybe they, isn't it funny? I just kind of pulled the Patriots out of a team <laughs> that would cheat. Um, <laughs> but, hey. So they're not the only team that does that. Mm-hmm. They're not the only team that restricts it. The NFL actually suggests that you restrict your uh, tr- your practices to media availability. And the problem does come in with training camp because almost anyone can go to training camp. And that's why they almost show you nothing in training camp. Uh, you know, it's all for the crowd. They all, mm-hmm. they do a lot of, you know, 11 on 11, seven on seven, oh, touchdown passes. And it's, yeah. it's really nonsense to be honest with you. So it's not just the media. They are really, they're not the only team that does that, but it, it it does crack me up. John Fox famously told the story of sitting in a hotel room and he was an assistant with the Giants and he turns on the Sunday night or the Saturday night show on a local station. And it was before their game the next day with whoever. And in it, the defensive coordinator was doing an X's and O's story on their defense. And he says, they basically just gave me the right there. I knew what they were going to do. Like I knew their whole defense. And I thought, John, if you didn't know their defense until Saturday night before your game, exactly. kidding me. There is nothing a coach is going to show you that opposing coaches and their entire staff of spies and breaking down film don't already know. It's like, what are you, you going to dump the game plan because you saw something on Saturday? It doesn't, it's, it's, so, like, yeah. it's so trivial. Uh, my uncle, uh, Sam Rotigliano, was the head coach of the Cleveland Browns back in the late 70s, early 80s. And he always said training camp should be the fans' time to interact and for us to get answers. We aren't recreating the wheel. So the fact that the Bears and other teams – limit don't film everybody knows what the frig you're doing anyway right so when it that's why in the games the scrimmages oh we're gonna play simple coverages for that same thing yes so to to alleviate peggy from here's this new rookie everyone's talking about justin fields to limit her from broadcasting a highlight of Justin Fields that's going to carry its weight through gold from Italy to Russia to Germany to Ireland. And all these Bear fans in this billion-dollar business, that that's all they own, they don't understand, the Chicago Bears don't, how much that means to the fans to get that image. And to limit that is just a travesty. Well, it also it also makes you a lesser reporter. Because exactly. if I don't see 
what these guys are actually doing and practicing. And I don't watch an interaction with a position coach. And, you know, for instance, Robert Quinn, last year I watched in training camp, I went with my son and I sat in the stands because I wasn't working. And I sat in the stands and we both watched. And, you know, he went 50% and he was very, eh, you know, didn't, didn't really like drills. He'd kind of, you know, step away from the drills. And I thought, well, this is very interesting. Now, it doesn't mean anything until it means something in a game, right? So what I learned is that he was one of those guys that doesn't go all out. He's a, a what was a 12-year veteran, 13-year veteran, whatever, and doesn't need training camp. And so he doesn't put that effort in. He saves it for the season. And he had a record-breaking season last year. Right. So, but those are the things that you have to trust the reporters. Like I didn't go and you know report it right away. You have to watch it, see how he does. And you're like, mental note back in training camp. Wow, this is one of those veterans that just saves it for Sundays in the season. So they make us lesser reporters and not as good at our jobs. With the, the, the less the access is. Now I will give the Bears credit. Ryan Poles has been way more available than we have had a Bears GM in many, many years. And that is helpful because the transparency is really, really important, as we've seen with so many other teams. You, the more out front you are with your fan base and telling them what to expect, the better it's going to be. Then that's why Bears fans are okay with 3-10. and 10. Like, they're okay with it. They're like, we get it because we know what's going on. So... You know, it's a little give and take these days. Well, at least he's not like the last Ryan hiding behind a corner, just waiting for things to happen, <laughs> peeking out the corner. So. I just point. remember I just remember Ryan Pace at his opening press conference, you know, came in and he said, well, I'm just like you guys. And it's all media members in the room. And he says, I'm just like you guys. We're all fans, right? We're all fans of the Bears. And it was like. Uh, you know you're talking to the media it just smacked of ignorance and ill prepared for what he was in for and very naive well you would be the best person to ask this question then as as a player i recognized who the players were immediately in the locker room based on practice or whatever i just knew of that an NFL player, this guy's not good. So for you as a media member watching, thinking back now, how did you say that's, he's not a head coach. Mark Trestman's not a head coach. Oh, this one's not a, like, how many times have you felt that feeling and you're covering this team for that long? Well, you know, what's funny is that I liked the John Fox hire because I thought coming off of Mark Tressman, it was necessary. You right. needed to bring in experience. Um, I just didn't realize that John Fox was, it was his retirement job yeah, and he right. was already cashing his retirement checks. Uh, so, you know, I, I wouldn't, I'm not going to blame that one on them because I really did like that one. Mark Tressman I mean, it was obvious so early on mm -hmm. and not just his kitschy little things every week he was doing, but it was more the reaction of the players in the locker room. 
you could tell from that was a veteran team. You and go. now if you're like Matt Eberflus, if you're going to bring in kitschy things like the hits principle and stuff, that better be a young locker room. That better be young guys that are going to say, yes, whatever you say, I'm buying in and they're hungry. You have a veteran group. Oh, no. Those guys are at the bank every two weeks depositing their checks. There is, they are, they do not want to hear any of that stuff. They want to just believe that you are going to bring the best out of them. And I just started with the whole locker room shakeup, the way he changed offensive line is no longer here and defensive line is here and safeties are here and running backs are here. He mixed everybody up. And all it took was asking a couple of veteran players with no cameras rolling, hey, what do you think about the locker stall changing and the rolling of the eyes? And you thought, uh-oh, he doesn't even have this locker room yet. Mm -hmm. So that's how, those are the ways that you can really. Yeah, you you really got it. That leads me with Eberflus. Is that who you're talking about now? Eberflus with this locker room? He's got them. He, they're all young. He's got yeah. them. But listen, 10 losses, it's real easy to lose these guys. The only reason yeah. he hasn't lost them, they're all playing for contracts. There's only like three or four guys on that team whose contracts are, they know they're coming back next year. Right. So right. they're hungry. They're like my partner on the post game shows, John Yurkovic always says, yeah. is he played hungry because he never knew where his next contract was. So the Bears players are playing hungry, but a losing culture is really hard. He was, Eberflus was asked, I think it was today or maybe it was Monday, he was asked about the losing culture. Oh, it was mm -hmm. Dion actually that asked Dion. It. Yeah. I think it was today. It was. So it Dion was awesome. asked it. And, and, you know, he said, I got to challenge them. I got to challenge them individually first challenge them individually, and then you challenge them as a unit. You know, the defensive backs, the linebackers, the defensive line. Apparently, they haven't been challenged enough. Um, <laughs> They're physically but, you know, challenged. Non-existent, yeah. On game day. Like, that's going to be – that's going to truly be – listen, they've been in games. There's only been two games that have been out of their reach, so they've been in games. Yeah. But these next four – it, it, it could get ugly. Let's yeah. see if they're able to stay in these games. That means they are still taking to coaching. Did, would, did that apply to a Roquan Smith as well? Did Ro, Was Roquan one of those veterans that, and I know he had the contract dispute. He's, he's you know, uh, agentless and everything like that, kind of did it the wrong way. But was is he kind of, was he one of those guys before he left, before he got traded, that was like, all right, hits, you got me doing all this other stuff. You want me to buy in? Like, was he, do you have that attitude? No, I think he. It's all about the money. I think he. No. Exactly. Right. <laughs> I mean, listen, I remember walking around in the locker room one day and I had counted three guys. And this was, you know, I started, I was in the locker room for the first like three or four weeks of the season. Um, and I counted three guys in one day who all mentioned playing for their futures and it was Roquan uh mm -hmm. Jalen Johnson and David Montgomery mm. all guys that were looking for contracts or contract extensions and I thought 
Okay. So you walk the walk. Meow. We couldn't quite tell if Roquan had bought in, but he was still being a team guy. You know, he took training camp off. He he said the right things afterwards, but I, I think he needed to be on a veteran team. I don't think he really wanted to be a part of a rebuild. Um, it was really hard to read Roquan while all that was going on because he wasn't available. Um, you know, I don't know, but I don't think it typically works with veteran players. I just don't. You've mentioned those other two guys. Obviously, they're still on the team. I'd be remiss because I'm such a big uh, supporter of David Montgomery. I believe he should be re-signed, um, you know, to a fair deal. What he wants versus what everybody believes he wants is two different things. So, Aside from that, those two guys, Jalen and David, do you think they will have a future here? <sighs> I think I have to buy into the theory that running backs are as good as your offensive line. Um, David Montgomery has exceeded his offensive line, but the offensive line has done really good for run blocking, um, mm -hmm. which typically comes first anyways, especially with this offense. Um um, it depends, I think, what he's asking for. Right. I have a feeling he's not asking for a lot. I don't think he's asking to break the bank. I Me think too. going into this season, the running backs, um, you know, they didn't have a lot of leverage because they're a dime a dozen. Um, it's the one position you don't have to draft high anymore in the NFL. It's the one position you could get a good running back in the, the middle rounds of the draft. Um, so they don't have a lot of leverage. Uh, th there's so much tires. Uh, there's so much tread right. on their tires yeah. that, I, I, again, you know, boy, they're great in their first four years of a contract, but that's the renegotiation time. You typically don't have to give them an extension. With that being said, rushing is up in the NFL. Uh, passing is down. Yes. Um, the ground game, it, like we're this is 1988 all over again. So, <laughs> um, I, I, but I still don't think that means that they're going to pay him um, unless he really agrees to a low ball deal. I just don't think that you know. How old is he? Probably 27. I, I don't think that the a running back at 27, you can get a guy coming out of college in the later rounds that I think can be just as good. What, um, what would be a what would be the the deal for you, Peg? What's what's yeah, Peggy Kaczynski's deal for David Montgomery? I don't know what the no I don't know what the numbers are. Have you guys yeah. looked at the numbers for running backs? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we what did. What is it? Well, I think it was 12. What, what, what we we agreed. I but, would pay David between nine and 12 million a year. Now you oh, have 128, you have 128 million in cap space. So how you can negotiate that, obviously pay it. I wouldn't pay him over 10. I, yeah. I, would, I think the extra years, maybe you add, give him the years, but I wouldn't pay him over 10. I was going to say 9 million, to be honest with you. Um, Here's the reason why. Let's let's listen to the clues that Eberflus has given us already and Ryan Poles on why they didn't pay Roquan Smith. Look at your positions 
uh, difference-making positions, okay? The reason they didn't pay Roquan was because he was an off-the-ball linebacker. And they'd rather put that money towards a pass rusher. Um, I don't – I think that that money is going to go towards wide receivers – uh, offensive linemen and defensive linemen, pass rushers, and then they'll work their way out from there. Um, running backs are kind of the lost breed. It's going to be right. wide receivers are the difference makers. Um, you're not going to have to, you don't need a great running back when you have Justin Fields. Okay. Right. You need a couple of really good receivers to take off the opportunities from Justin Fields. So, um, I don't know. This is, it's such a conundrum now with the yeah. NFL because, you know, the Eagles are such a perfect example of good weapons as wide receivers. But now I look at the Bears and I go, how many wide receivers are going to want to go to the Bears when all they do is run the ball? Right. Yeah, well, our, their cell is going to be our offensive line made it a necessity they couldn't pass protect right yeah we got a third that's what their sell is they believe in justin is his first year in this offense so now the you know money's gonna talk to to your point let's look at their receivers let's do that with you they got mooney you got mooney's gotta stay Definitely, I believe. Yeah. Plus, he's he's got a year. He's got already. a year, and he's going to be coming off of injury, so he so has he's to staying. Prove that he's okay. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So his his payday comes in October of next year, right? And he's back, and he's moving chains and being yeah. the guy that we've seen, right? So we'll put him at Claypool. You traded a second round pick. He's staying, right? Yeah. Plus, he's got one year, and. I, I don't understand how they've used him. We'll get into that. <laughs> but, you don't like you don't like the screens out of the backfield. <laughs> oh my god! I if think I, I we haven't another, liked the screens in twenty years. <laughs> the one, horizontal the one downfield pass. The one downfield oh Claypool was the uh, fumble. <laughs> oh my god! And just listen. Let's stay there because now you got okay. me. This show is keeping it one hundred. You could swear. And you can rant anywhere you want. So, but you're a hundred percent. Me and you are step for step here. Claypool, you're in the red zone. You need to throw some jump balls to this kid. When you look at what Ben Roethlisberger did with Chase Claypool, his athletic ability to adjust to the ball. Oh, by the way, pass interference, big plays down the field. Well, we. And it's just not a, non-existent with Getzy. I think that is a travesty and a big red flag to a play caller, let uh, alone the double reverse pass. You know what I want to see in the red zone? I want to not see, a double reverse pass, right? Yeah. Oh God, no. Um, <laughs> I want to, and, and and I never wanted to see Khalil Herbert getting the ball at the goal line. Oh that my, drove me crazy. Anyways, um, <laughs> thank you. I, see, I love this woman. I want to see. Claypool, Nikhil Harry, Byron Pringle, mm-hmm. and Cole Komet. The exactly. problem is they need three of those guys to pass block. <laughs> but you have four big bodies <laughs> that could be go up and get them type of receivers. Mm-hmm. And instead, if one of them is in, well, everyone knows that's what's that's where he's going. Or they get hurt pass blocking. So it's just... They have to figure out that 
you have these big body receivers, you have to use them. You have to use them. I, and and too- leave it to Valus Jones. Let him be the guy out of the backfield. That's the gadget guy. That's okay. Exactly. Exactly. That's okay. It's All right. Who else on your wide receiver list? Let's go Nikhil Harry. Nikhil Harry, you traded a seventh round. Every time he's been in there, he's he's actually been productive. You look at the Dallas game, he comes in there, runs that skinny post. His size alone gets him to the end zone. Then he comes back last week against Green Bay, adjusts to a late thrown ball on a stop and go where Justin has to move from the pocket to get it down there to him. So, but he makes a play and then we don't see it. We're going to see he got hurt. St. Brown. Like, yeah. He got the wind knocked brittle. out of him. He got he's the wind brittle. knocked out of him. He, he stayed down. It was like, okay, great. That was the one target to Nikhil Harry in four weeks. One That's, all we get. That's all we get. That's Let's throw to St. Brown. St. Brown drops the ball against oh. Detroit on fourth down. It's right in your midst. Against Dallas, he drops the jump ball before the half. Last week, he doesn't come out of the route. They, this kid has more lives – well, only Sam Mustafer has more lives than yeah. St. Brown, right? They so- love him. He must have great um, chemistry with Justin. Justin trusts him, and he blocks. He That's does it. block. But let's let's be but honest. He don't catch. Week, who was it last week that said? Who was the Packer last week that said? He's a bum. That was, a, that was that oh, was that was uh, Alexander. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's Jair right. Jair Alexander. Alexander. He's oh like, my God, you fit perfectly in this show. Look at, this. I love this woman. But let's be honest with you, like EQ St. Brown, the teams were not lining up. Yeah. To sign him, like there's they're scrubs for a reason. They are other teams rejects for a reason. EQ St. Brown should be your fifth wide receiver. He's special teams. He comes in occasionally to block. Listen, the ver- the ver- the horizontal screen to Claypool. Yeah. Guess who? St. Brown decides, I don't know who I'm blocking, and it just gets blown up. These things, to me, go back to coaching. Like, this can't happen. It can't. How are you putting him out? Why is it Nikhil Harry standing in front of Claypool to block on a wide receiver screen? Like maybe maybe he doesn't want to block. Well, then maybe he doesn't want to dress. That's the only thing you have to do in this. Which is why we see these guys not dressing, I think. Like I honestly, hope. like they we want so much more out of this team. Right. At their talent. Uh, is only going to take them so far. You know, if right. these guys were all 21 years old right out of college and, like, I think it, it might be a little bit different. They might be getting the best out of these players. But some of the veterans, the, point out the veterans on this team that they're actually getting the best out of these veterans. There's not a lot. Uh, Riley Reef, I would say, he's given his heart and soul every week. Whatever yeah. he could give, he's not – where he ever was but when i watched the tape like just being honest that's one guy i believe he gives his heart every play yeah uh, just watching his tape 
I, which I, is why they had him starting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right. he should be playing 16-inch softball at Portage Park. <laughs> oh, do you I know, mean, is there a commissioner in that league, softball league? Because we got a guy. I live a mile away from there, Peggy. So. Oh, you do? Yes, I live about a mile away. I'm actually down the street from Chopin Park, so. Oh, I know it go. exactly. I actually played 16-inch softball like five, five nights a week for like 20 years. Yeah, it's, it's, I definitely know. I, I've been around there, played ball there myself. I would say Eddie Jackson. They've got. Oh, he was somebody I, that we didn't think was going to embrace this. You know, I, I was a big critic of him because the not tackling, looking, and I know he went through some personal issues. We but, found out later, right? Though. We found out after the fact, but the way that he's been playing, the way that he's taken some of these younger guys under his wing, how he's been carrying himself this year before the injury, I thought they got they really got the best out of Eddie Jackson, or they were starting to get the best out of Eddie Jackson. No one in that building expected that. All they no. heard in that building was this guy got his money and took a backseat to playing. Um, you know, he was having such a great season, but even yeah. right, I remember the game before he got hurt. No, in the game, he got hurt. He dropped the pick. Well, yep. and he had a couple of those little push tackles and you're yeah. like, oh no, Thank what you. is like, what is with these little push tackles? Like, mm -hmm. this is not flag football. Like, this is, you know, they push, they touch them when they're not supposed to touch them, when they're supposed to tackle them. And when they should touch them to put them down, they don't they touch forget. them. <laughs> I don't want no scrubs. Scrubs, look at you tonight. Peggy, <laughs> if you're just tuning in, we have the great, the legend, 25 years broadcasted. Peggy Kaczynski with us tonight. And we're having a blast here, keeping it 100 with her, which she is totally doing. I got to tell you, I know why you love Dion, because you have such a great, easy, smooth delivery. You're like NPR <laughs> okay. smooth jazz listening. You, you're the only one who's figured this out. The only <laughs> 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 my evil laugh. That's my cousin. See, I'm I think take you to the top of the hour. Ron is Dion pure Miller. snow, and I am not. That's why we make a great team. You guys, I am so excited for this show. I love for her. You. I love I love her. you both. I this I, I met you, but obviously it was crazy. I'll tell you that story another time. I don't want to waste time with you. You'll laugh later, but it'll take too long. But Dion. We had the pleasure. She came out. We had a TTNL party. Her, Courtney Cronin. Yes. But well, next year, you're coming. I hope. We're, we're going to be. Oh, yeah. You're already in. You fit right in on this show. I'm serious. Bratcher, <laughs> write it down. If I, I can even, like, text now, because I did send one quick text. Like, I'll be honest with you. I'm like, Peggy is the bomb. That's all <laughs> I said to somebody on this show. So you fit in perfectly here and you keep it a hundred. You have God knows world knowledge of this franchise and everything. And you're friends with somebody who I think the world of and Dion yeah. Miller, the two of you together, <laughs> uh, snow and fire. And <laughs> Dion's always looking on the bright side of things. Always. You're, you're oh, keeping yeah. it there, but I love Dion. But Dion yeah, like, keeps it. If, keep, if I keep, say to Dion, if I say something on the show that uh, could be perceived as negative, 
Like she always looks at me like, Peg. I'm like, man, <laughs> there are some bad things in this world. Sometimes you have to be able to admit it. You know, exactly. She's just, she's just so like I always say when I was when I was working the Bears beat regularly, um, there were people on the beat that felt like they didn't want to ruffle feathers because, you know, they just it, it was just their personality. And listen. I don't like being criticized. I I still get mean tweets to this day. Yeah. Which cracks me up because I'm at an age where I don't care. Uh, so it doesn't bother <laughs> me anymore. Um, but on the beat, sometimes the truth is really hard and you have to report it anyways. And, you know, you get called into the principal's office, whether it's Lovey Smith or George McCaskey. And, you know, it's they don't like you anymore. So, yeah. and other people on the beat don't want to be that person. You don't go in wanting to be like that. It's just a part of what happens because of the reality of professional sports and running a, a professional sports team. Well, you, I'm going to bring it back a little bit because you talked about the mom and pop thing and you talked about George and Ted and how they're running it and where the liquidation of their business comes into play. Obviously, Arlington Heights will be no excuses because let's just be honest, that will be making them, their five billion something in Forbes now, will just double and then add another two yeah. billion. So it'll be about 12 billion, yes. it'll be up there over Dallas and over any soccer franchise for God's sake, don't snore me anymore in the World Cup, Claudio. Any <laughs> <laughs> Phil has a Phil has a. a I'm going to get a lot he has, of hate. He has a place in his heart for soccer. It's at the very bottom. Everybody was a USA stuff. fan for like two days, and then <laughs> once that, forget it. Then <laughs> yeah, they're like, okay, we're done for how many years? Like, what is yeah, this? Four more. Okay, we'll yeah, see we'll you in four. But seriously, yeah. you have this perspective on it. I believe I got Dion. I begged her. She didn't do it. I've told her because I wanted her to ask Coach Nagy, well, did you finally find the wise? <laughs> nope. <laughs> she was almost going to do it. I got her to believe in it on the air and then she didn't do it but but she, she was on here as a trooper knowing that they watch uh the show and you they know, do 100 and george came up to me when i was there he's like no phil you're not having uh what's his name god tony medlin on your show he's not going i'm like tony. i just want to bring tony on the show well, i think he's the most interesting so george like came out of nowhere like Batman. <laughs> I swear yeah. to God. Me and Tony are talking. All of a sudden, George comes in like that. Like, you know the people that come behind you in a selfie? Yeah. <laughs> He's not coming on the show, Phil. Don't even think. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's George. I was like, okay, we'll get you on the show. And he just kept walking, shaking his head. Yeah. But anyway, that is a problem though, Peggy. We're, we need people, fans like all of us, need people like you that aren't afraid to go into the principal's office that are going to say, are you really putting your best foot forward or are you more concerned about the second overall pick? Yeah. That, that needs to be asked. 
Well, I think if you read Dan Pompey's article in The Athletic about the Roquan Smith trade, um, the fact that the Ravens called um, before, right around the Patriots game. Mm -hmm. And I haven't read it. Oh, it's fantastic. And Ryan Poles, um, you know, they were interested. They'd been trying to get a a middle linebacker uh, in the draft the year before. Um, They tried to sign one, you know, and Ryan Poles said, yeah, I'm just not sure which team we are. Are we a team that's capable of making the playoffs or are we a team that's going to end up, you know, falling off the cliff? So because he said that, wow, and I really do believe, I don't believe he's intentionally tanking. Um, Once the Dallas game happened, he was convinced they are a team that is not going to be capable of winning. And so that's when he agreed to the Roquan trade. Um, Mm -hmm. Does it look like a tank? Oh my God, of course it does. Like there was nothing left there. There was nothing left for them. So um, I, I don't know though in professional football, it's not like baseball. Um, or the NBA, uh, too many guys risk injury for you to not have a competitive team out there. I think he truly believes in his coaching staff that they can get the best out of these guys and um, be competitive. Uh, listen, what did they say about Justin Fields? What If he would play, number one, if he felt like he could protect himself. That was a huge statement. Yeah, that was it was a huge statement. That means, you know, can you scramble when you need to? Can you get out of harm's way? Um, that's because I, I don't believe Ryan Poles is trying to put a team out there that is purposely tanking. I just think they're they're trying to be competitive. Um, but I do think he's gonna trade whatever, whether they're what are they, third pick right now? Second I do pick. I think they fell when the Seattle won. Oh, they did fall to the third the third pick now. Over the yeah. weekend, just what day they is lose today? on a buy. Yeah, we, <laughs> we on a buy. Wait, what, what day is today? Wednesday? Yeah, today's okay. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Give it four days. They'll be back in the second. <laughs> yeah. um, but he is, I do think that he is smart enough to know. I, I was listening to you before I came on. Uh, their needs are so great. I, I mean, offensive line, wide receivers. Uh, defensive line, uh, linebackers. We haven't even talked about linebackers. We have a very well passe group of linebackers. Uh, they found, they discovered one. On oh, stop it. They don't discovered one. On Jack Sanborn. <laughs> well, go ahead. You want to talk about him a little bit? No. No? Because we should not be talking about, I mean, it is a great story. Yes. It really is. But I want to see, let's see Jack Sanborn do the same thing on a good team. And then we can talk. It's easy to watch up the numbers. We're going to watch them this Sunday. I'll be honest, Peggy. I'm the big, I'm the tape guy. I liked him coming out of Wisconsin. I broke down his college tape. I was like, listen, you have a possible, and people boo-hooed me. I was like, you got a possible football player here so yeah. he's not going to kill you in a 40 yard dash or any yeah. anything like that but you got a football now he's getting a shot and his instincts 
are you could he just jumps off the tape versus the guys that they've signed. You know, they signed Morrow. They brought his boy Banks from Indianapolis, and you know Joe Thomas is a veteran. And who else? Matt Adams. 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 I always yeah. say Banks. I don't know why yeah. I call him Banks. Adams. Yeah. But the reality is, this kid. I gotta tell you, Peggy. Again, we're gonna see against Green Bay, Detroit. I was. This kid is doing things that, you know a real good linebacker does in the inside. Okay, How he continues to go. But go are you telling me, is he Lance Briggs? No. No, I, I is believe. Is he Hunter Hillenmeyer? I Possibly. think he's a better Hunter Hillenmeyer. He's, he's Hunter. A more aggressive Hunter he's Hillenmeyer. more, yes. More instinctual Hunter was Instinctor, smart. Mm-hmm. Instinctive and aggressive. He's not afraid. That's the thing. There's a play against Green Bay. There's no freaking way he should make it. There's no way. It's not even his responsibility, and he does. And when you see that on the NFL level, especially from that position, you just say, wow, can he continue? And he does it. There's the screen play. He's able to do it. Now, does he prevent you from addressing that position? No. No. No, he doesn't. So I'm just saying you have a starter quality linebacker in this kid. I, I like think I'm not hyping him up. I'm I, not I, I'm not that guy, Peggy. I want to say, no, this is hype. I, I'm, I'm telling, telling you. you. He's he's the guy in the bar next to the good looking guy that gets the sloppy seconds. All right. <laughs> 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 I mean, come on, you guys. Alan, clip it. Alan, write that down, please. (laughs) That should definitely be the promo for this show tomorrow. I think don't even let anyone know who she's talking about. (laughs) Just clip that part and then say tune into the show. But seriously, your point. He is playing great. He is playing outstanding. Your point, though. On a bad, bad team. Let's watch him against the Eagles. Yeah. Listen, Peggy. Me and my father, we do a show uh, on Patreon. My father is a Hall of Fame head football coach here in Connecticut. They named a stadium after him. And we do the show, like you and Dion, called X's with the O's. We're, our last name is Atosian. So we we watched the team, and we were breaking down Sam Bourne. And we're just looking at him, and wow, what a good football player he is on a bad football team. Yeah. So now we have to address going forward so let's see how he does totally that's all i think he's just a young guy who's bought into i mean obviously he has to prove himself but he's like peggy had alluded to before he's one of those young guys that has bought in because he's young and dumb enough to buy into what they're selling and i mean he's i mean god bless him he's doing what what, whatever he can on the field but i agree I, i think you a little bit more time yeah, more time. And he's perfectly. totally been coached up. Mm-hmm. Totally. So it's, yeah, it's a great story. It really is. Here's my, here's Sanborn. Everyone's going to remember 2022. Not for Justin Fields, but the Jack Sanborn story. Hey, <laughs> don't listen. Or, I played with a guy at Hofstra. His name was Wayne Krebet. He goes yeah, to the I remember Jets. Wayne Krebet for remember the Jets. Wayne? Yeah. And he goes to the Jets, and Keyshawn Johnson is pissed off. Because they he, remember he wrote the book, give me the damn ball. 
And people were like, well, this undrafted kid from the, the Hofstra, he can't. And he became a pro bowler. It's in this guy's DNA is what I'm saying to you. The Chicago Bears defense is, to me, I, I want to hear what you think about Eberflus. But me and my father, they're motioning tight ends, right? So our linebackers, they move with them every time, even if they get out leveraged. So he shouldn't be making these plays that he's making. He's just doing it on instincts yeah. because the Bears stupidly are – it drives me insane. Just stay in base defense if you're yeah. going to play that game. But anyway, I'm ranting on X's with the O stuff. But <laughs> – we're going to watch Sambo. I'm on the other side for the record of Peggy. We will come back. I mean, me and Cap, David Kaplan, we had a bet. He called me this weekend to let me know and rub it in my face, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> he said the Bears wouldn't win four games by Detroit. And they had the, first the Dolphins Detroit. game. They had all these clothes. Like, yeah. I, David was going to take us all out for dinner. Claudio put the bet on him. Chicago barber. cut. No, Chicago I didn't. cut. But he no, turned he, he, it he turned it. He turned it down. He, he was like, no, trouble. absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, he won his bet, so we're gonna take him out for dinner when we come back. But me and you will have a bet. I'm a believer for the record in what I've seen of Sam Bourne. I think his he's going to continue to ascend. How about that? All right. I You're the other way. No, I don't think he's going to, I don't think he's going to descend. No, I don't. Okay. I think that they are coaching the heck out of him. I want to see him when he is surrounded by better talent. I want to see. Will he be uh, that much better? Uh, he's not going to be picking up as many tackles because other guys are going to be doing their jobs. I see what you're, this is where you're going. So somehow I got to formulate this bet for us. Will he be the starter in 2023? Now he's playing the Mike linebacker. Hmm. What do you That's think? A, it's a good possibility he will because I don't think they'll pick up a starting line by, linebacker in the draft. What about free agency? You said Ryan. Who's you no? Know, I don't know who's out there either. I couldn't throw those, but so you're. He's yeah, going to be the guy that's always going to be competing for that job. I love Jack Sanborn. He's going to be the guy. He's going to be like when Devin Hester signed with the Bears. Yes. That dude was still driving his car from college. Um, Just don't I, go it, to the Camry, okay? With it, oh. Mitch it Trubisky's was, Camry. No, it wasn't the Camry. <laughs> but he was still driving this like souped up. It was really cute. Um but that's going to be Jack Sanborn. He's going to, the fear of do not buy, do not buy a house and do not spend your yeah. money on a big car because he's, he's like going to be that NFL orphan that doesn't know where his next job is. There you go. Let's, let's go to the cornerback position and Jalen Johnson, you brought him up. Here's a guy going from position to position. Hey, I don't know how this is where we went with. I, I never have a script with the interview. Me and Ivan, uh, usually it's my partner, Shane Marsaw. He sends his apologies, his whole family at food poisoning. Oh, so he couldn't be here. Jeez, uh, who was the cook, kid. mom? 
I hope not. He didn't tell That's why we do Sunday dinner at mom's house. <laughs> I don't know if his wife uh, is upset with him, and I have no idea. Jeepers creepers. <laughs> jeepers creepers. A double jeepers. Double creepers. jeepers creepers. What's going Claudio's on? Claudio's giving doubles there. <laughs> Sorry. Jalen Johnson. Jalen Johnson. This guy. I'll speak for Shane. He says, this guy's a repeat Roquan. He's going to hold out, not go yeah. to tr OTAs and trades. Is that where you are with him? Yeah. I mean, he's talked about it, talked about money since day one. Yeah. And, and <laughs> you know, talked about how before the season started, he's like, I have a list of every wide receiver that I'm going to be facing this year. And he, Missed a couple of the games with injury. Uh, I think yes, the Vikings game. Is that right? Vikings? He didn't face Jefferson or did he? Um, he did. He played in the Vikings game. What game did, did he miss? He might have uh, gotten hurt in the Vikings game. Yeah. But I know he got freaking toasted on well, third down first, in Detroit. Like that cost weeks, us the fucking game. The first few weeks, the quarterbacks respected him and they never threw his way. Right. And then Kyler Gordon just got picked on like crazy. Oh, oh my and God. And was overwhelmed. Um, yes. and, and then by the middle, you know, what are we, week 14? So, like, by week 10, they started going back to Jalen Johnson. And it wasn't great. I mean, he's had some good moments, but um, he's going to get paid. He's going to get paid for sure. There's not a lot of shutdown he's, quarters anymore. He was a couple of those push tackles you're talking about. Oh, my gosh. I love Peggy. I know. That little, like, like yeah. football, gotcha. It's like, yes. and then they keep going for 20 more yards after the catch. It's like, oh, my God. Um, I think I like Jalen Johnson. I think he's a really good player. Um, I think he is motivated, though, by his future paycheck, for sure. And Does that fit, though, Eberflus and Poles? Does not that necessarily. Yeah, I don't think so either. Not necessarily. Um, but, you know, neither did Eddie Jackson. So anything is possible. I just think veteran players like that, I think they're going to go. You, in football, you have to go where the money is. There's not a lot of loyalty. Your career is so short. You go where the money is. And I'm not so sure that. I mean, they might have to pay him um, because they need some guys to build the defense around, but uh, I don't know if he's the guy. Well, his confidence is, I mean, sky high, but oh, he, yeah. he he was a guy that was – Right, talks a good game, but he was yeah. one of those guys, too, that was, I guess, benched during the during, tra during training camp. Was yes. one of those guys that was like, hey, are you buying in yes. as a young yes. guy? Or I mean, he's relatively young, still young. But are you buying in? And he wasn't buying in for a time. So there, there's the question of, is he willing to, you know, totally buy in? Or like you said, Peggy, is he going to be one of those guys that, hey, I'm all about the money. Show me the money. And that's it. And then you got to worry because after they get paid, you know, you have the Eddie Jackson situation. So um, they're going to have to keep some guys. I just, I, I they need so much. It's yeah. really, it's going to be an interesting sales job in the off season with Ryan Poles. It's going to be very interesting. 
You're going to have to get into the transfer portal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the name, image, and likeness. Hey, yeah. we've got a car salesman right here that wants to do a commercial. And that's going to be an extra half a million for you. Exactly. Yeah. That's going to be necessary. So the big two now, the big two. Uh, we'll start with Justin Fields. Your thoughts on him uh has he proven enough to know that he's your future do you believe in him and and what do you what are your thoughts on him as a total? okay so i'm i do believe i was a big fan of his when they yes. drafted him big fan i loved it um i think they have reinvented him which is crazy because he must have really been messed up after the Negi uh, regime, because we all were, trust me. Oh my lord, the way you talk about, you know, ha, you know, it's a process, and he's learning. Checkdowns has, has been a problem with him since college. That was, if you read, I went back and read a bunch of the uh, NFL draft um, reports. That that was his biggest knock was uh, having trouble with his checkdowns. So it's still his issue, and they are working on that. But has he proven that he, yes, I, he definitely has. Now, here's the thing. My question is, we are now in an uh, era of the NFL with the rushing quarterback. It's no yeah. longer just Michael Vick. It's no longer exactly. just Lamar Jackson. Now there's, what, five or six rushing quarterbacks in the NFL. It's going to attract more. My question is, your shelf life is much shorter. and like Michael Jordan, you stop going inside, dunking the ball, and you learn to develop an outside game, those quarterbacks are going to eventually rush less and have more of a passing attack. I do believe that. I just don't know how long is he your franchise quarterback for? Is yeah. he your rushing quarterback for the next two or three years and then develops a, an even better passing game so he can be your long-term franchise quarterback? Or does the That's NFL true. change in four years and all of a sudden we're right back to a drop-back passer that he sort of is? We haven't quite established. We know he he's capable of it. He's yeah. capable of deep threats he's not yet capable of the short passing attack which i think is longevity in the nfl so i don't know like which way is is are we in an era of the nfl that's here to stay for 12 years or is this going to suddenly change in four years i don't know history always repeats itself mm -hmm. with football and you're right you look at up in buffalo josh allen his ascension obviously from running to becoming a dynamic MVP kind of candidate. Then you got the kid, obviously, in Arizona who just got hurt. Yep. Um, but you're 100% right. To be able to run the ball at the quarterback position is a necessity now. Especially, you know why? Because the offensive line play is so poor that you have to, and that's what's really forced the hand of Justin Fields because they can't pass protect very right. well. So now he can't get to those drops, but I, I love what you're saying because I, I believe it too. I think that's a quite a Chris Zorich, who's on our 
on our network said the same thing as you. But how long could this keep up? Right. That's the that's the right. question. Are we, is this a long term change mm -hmm. in the NFL um, where it used to be this like one guy that stood out now? Is this a trend that's going to stick around, you know, like the West Coast offense? Yes. I, I don't think anyone really knows, but the numbers tell you that if they're more like a running back, then the trend on the tires, again, is not meant to last. So I just find it very interesting how quickly can they get him to be a drop back passer more. Like this week, I think, is a really good opportunity for the Bears to show. Yeah, it's the matchup, too. Yeah. Because yes. Jalen Hurts was that same thought. Yeah. Uh, and on this network, we wanted Jalen Hurts in that draft in the second round. We were like, you got to take a shot on this kid. But that's past history. But the point was Jalen Hurts, oh, Jalen Hurts, now Jalen Hurts. What are people saying now about him? You know, is it the team? Is it Jalen? I don't give a shit. Jalen's delivering. Yeah. Is it the system? Jalen's delivering. Obviously, we're going to get a firsthand look at it, but that's hopefully the ascension to what it is that you you and I are talking. My father was talking. This kid in college, Justin Fields, was an accurate deep ball yeah. pocket passer. Yes. He loved the deep ball to throw it down the field. Matt Nagy couldn't figure it out. He couldn't figure out any whys. He couldn't figure out anything. He's yeah. a shoe salesman. Yeah. This coach is where I'm going now. Do you believe in Eberflus right now? Or is it too I early don't. to tell? Are there any red flags for you? You've been around no. it. No, I think, you know, his um, his coaching mistakes, he's had a couple of, you know, timeouts, not calling timeouts. Um, you know, it's all uh, a learning curve, which, listen, if you're going to have a season to have a learning curve, this would be it. Um, it doesn't bother me because everyone makes those mistakes. Um, I I really like how he runs the team like it's, you know, a, a corporation and uh, he oversees everything. I, I really do. I do believe that he... Uh, knows what he's doing. And I do think that Luke Getze was a really, really smart pick. Um, I just, uh, I just, they need some talent. There's only so much you can do. They need some talent. I, I believe in Eberflus. I'm not so convinced on like Hightower, the special teams coach. Totally agree. Yeah. Yeah, totally uh, agree. So there's a reason why he was let go. You're you're starting <laughs> to become a huge favorite of mine. Well, maybe because <laughs> we think huge, quite huge. You know that stamp, expired stamp or whatever it goes. Yeah. that's Boy, what I put on him. I'm like, I don't know about this guy. Yeah, but go ahead. I'm sorry. No, too many red flags with that. I think Williams is a. Uh, incomplete. You can't, you can't really grade him because he has nothing to work with and everyone wants him to, you know, come up, be creative to get some pressure on the quarterback. Okay. Well, he was doing that with Jaquan Brisker and Brisker got hurt. You know, he had yeah. some, you know, safety blitzes and corner blitzes and, you know, he was trying that. Um, Sanborn has blitzed a couple times. So, um, uh, yeah, I, I, I just think, you know, there's, there's just too not early much. on him. 
Way too early. There what is about Getsy? Head coach Thunder Girl wanted to know. Uh, or is Getsy an issue? Really? really? Not an issue. Well, yeah, Not that was issue. that was a narrative though. That was that was kind of yeah. after after I think after what was the Patriots game or after those, the Patriots game. Oh, the Patriots game. game fire like, yeah. Yeah, the people were like, oh. Getsy could be coaching a, the Patriots next. Yeah, he's going to get a head coaching job, and you got to go ahead and make him the head coach. That was that was one, too. Fire Eberflus, make Getsy the head coach so you, you can marry up him and Justin. That was something crazy fans were saying. So, Tell me which NFL team uh, is going to hire a head coach for three quarters. <laughs> I mean. The Chicago Bears. I mean. Go <laughs> He's learning, and this yeah. team cannot win in the fourth quarter. So he's exactly. learning. He's got to figure it out. Uh, some of it has been Justin Fields' decision-making, obviously, um, but there has been too many times when they are on the goal line and they go backwards repeatedly mm -hmm. because yes. they do those right. stupid screen passes in the backfield, it just, it drives me crazy. You need to go downfield. You need to take a shot at the end zone. Um, you know, he's, he's learning like, like, I, oh my gosh, people who want him to become a head coach next year, give, give me a break. Like he's coaching a last place team right now and offer, and yes, the, their number one team in rushing, number one rushing team in the NFL and Justin Fields, he's figured out Justin Fields, which is amazing, which is great. But they still have to win. <laughs> they still have to the win. End game. of the day. Yes. Listen, if you're just tuning in, we have the great, the legend, it's the Chicago sports broadcasting, Peggy Kaczynski. Hey, is this going to go right? until no. tomorrow? Because I have a flight no. to catch tomorrow. I'm just I curious. was just <laughs> wrapping this up. <laughs> I just, I <laughs> bring it to the top of the hour with Peggy Kaczynski. No, I was just letting you know. I am She's actually on vacation joining us here see? on the show. Oh, you can see my That my says a lot about it. the turtle. My sea turtle on the wall. Is that yeah. Franklin the turtle? I'm in Florida, so no, I actually here's a weird fact. Uh yes. we have a pet that is a um African sulcata tortoise. And really? It's, it's pretty much it's almost that size. Are you kidding me? Wow. No. So is it in a crate? I mean, one of those. In the glass? summer, you know, they're they're temperature um, sensitive, so oh, okay. we take them out when it's over sixty degrees. So typically in the summer, he comes out, lives in the backyard, eats all of our grass, and then in, we put him in the basement. Um, we have a a wooden pen for him that he lives in in the That's winter. Awesome. And we named him after um, former Blackhawk Cliff Coral. So his name is Cliff. <laughs> when I ran into Cliff uh, golfing one day and he said, Peggy, is it true you named your tortoise after me? I said, yes, Cliff, we did. Why would that be? I said, because you talk and move. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good friend of ours, so he, he, you know, his son CJ doesn't like it, but it's okay. It's we fun. need a Cliff the Tortoise T-shirt, a TTNL. Put him on the back of it yeah. and send Peggy a TTNL T-shirt. <laughs> Alex Acevedo, our swag man, 
We got to get your address privately and send you some swag for coming on and joining the show. I just have one favor. I okay. usually ask all these fun questions, but I, I don't want to keep you any longer. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, I honestly, I'm not, I'm by myself. So it doesn't oh, matter. Okay? It's Do you her bedtime, to... Phil. She it's told me be before that she goes to bed a little early. So she let her go soon. <laughs> be careful. Alan might throw you out. Yeah, Alan might kick you out. <laughs> I'm like, this is definitely bedtime or wine time. Or I was going to ask you, you can have a glass of wine right now if you want it. All right, then hang on before your final question. Okay, there you go. Pe the great Peggy Krasinski. I know uh, Bratcher is about to ask her about the Matrix. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no Matrix questions tonight. No. <laughs> well, we're going to ask her. I just so happened. There you go. There you go. Are you drinking? What kind she of wine ready, are you drinking? Bill. She had it ready. Uh, uh, David Arthur. <laughs> Cabernet. Okay. A Cabernet. You know, I am a level one sommelier. So listen, we got a friend of ours that's a wine guru. If next year's party, this dude is taking care of you with the wine. Totally. Jim Larison. So oh, yeah. We already have the spot pick. It'll be downtown Chicago, and we're going to have a blend. Definitely got to keep this relationship going. I thank Alan for reaching out to you. To get you on the show with us, it's such a pleasure, especially coming off the bye. You know, this has been a difficult season, and you really have come on here and been therapeutic <laughs> with your honesty on the beat. First, hey, people say after talking to me, they need therapy. <laughs> <laughs> hey. We are every Wednesday night, we give therapy here to the Bears fan. We're 100% Bears all the time. Yeah, we need Yurko at some point. But you do a post game with Yurko. We left that out of the intro. Jeez. Yeah. I blame my producer for that. I, I Anyway, I thought we knocked the intro out. And now, so you do a post game show with Yurko. Mm -hmm. Now you have the Dion and Peggy show. What day is that? Peggy and Dion. Peggy and Dion. <laughs> Put my name where it belongs. Peggy. Give me my theme music, Dion. <laughs> Literally works in this statement. If you Put it together. Put it together. <laughs> Give me my theme music, Dion. I'm kidding. I don't care which one. We're going to start yeah. calling Dion Peggy and Prime Show. Peggy and no. Prime. No. No. De Peggy and Dion. What? day is that show what okay so i do i host peggy and dion uh saturdays with dion miller from abc7 in chicago awesome um saturdays from 11 a.m to 1 p.m central time and mm -hmm. you can also get that on the espn chicago app um we you will either hate us or love us i promise you that uh we our show. first show we the first uh uh I don't know if it was a, a Twitter message or whatever uh, came from a guy that said, this show sucks. This is why I get in my car to listen to sports radio, to get away from my wife talking about this shit. <laughs> <laughs> listen, if you don't have haters, you ain't doing yeah. it right. So, so we were like, I, okay, sorry. That guy's got some other issues. He's got yeah. some serious <laughs> issues. He's a very nice dick. <laughs> You should have played the whole thing. Peggy, yeah. uh, Peggy is perfect for this show. 
<laughs> right, we will have you and Dion. That would be tremendous. Have the both of you on. We'll do a oh, cross God. talk. Oh, that would the- be really funny. You yes. would really see if you watch Twitch when we do our shows, eleven to one on Saturday. You'll see our reactions because it's it's actually pretty funny because you forget that the cameras are on you, and uh, there are times that we're we're just literally laughing so hard we can't even talk. And it's just over stupid stuff because we're like, listen, sports is, it got so serious for so long. Like, let's just have fun with it. Okay. Like we can get down and dirty. Like we did tonight. We can talk X's and O's and we can, you you know, but in the end it is sports. And it's the reason why we all watch it is to get away from our shitty life. So, you know, well, you fit like, like Phil said before, Peggy, you fit right in. The chat is loving you as well. Like we're, 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 Loving yeah. Peggy Kaczynski on this show. We got 222 of you watching live. Smash the like button. Please give Peggy a follow at Peggy Kaczynski. That's K-U-S-I-N-Ski. Like down the hill. Right. That's how you do it. Right. And check there. out my, my podcast with my son. The I know. This is son. awesome. So my son is a now a junior in college. We started the University podcast. of Texas. Yes. He's at UT Austin. And we started the podcast when he was a junior in high school and he thought I was an idiot. Um, <laughs> and now he's studying sports broadcasting and uh, it's been a blast. We, we'll we get have, him on the show too. Oh, you should. Um, yes. We have a YouTube channel as well. So you can see that show on YouTube or on the ESPN Chicago app if you're listening while you're walking your dog. So <laughs> yes, definitely follow her on all those things. Now, Totally, Peggy. Here are some fun questions that people okay, want I love know. it. Okay, all right. So, all right. are I don't know. Are you a Tupac or Biggie? If you had to choose, uh, we ask every guest. I guess Biggie. Biggie. Yes, she's. St- I think she's, Biggie. <laughs> yeah, she is definitely in my wheelhouse. My she's kids are there. laughing about this right now that I was even asked that question. <laughs> That's why. We ask everybody yeah. on this show that question. Peggy went biggie. There you go. That's a win. Uh, PlayStation or Xbox, if you had to choose? Neither. I've never played <laughs> ever, ever. No video games. Ever. At the arcade back in the day. Pac-Man. Uh, Pac-Man. Pac-Man. I knew you played Pac-Man. Cherie knew you played Pac-Man. It came from a family of 10 kids. We couldn't afford video games. You know, so 10 I, kids. I remember doing an interview with, um, oh, God, uh, Nathan Vasher, former Nate Bears Vasher. cornerback, right? Yes. And, Interceptor. Right. And I was at his um, apartment and doing – I show up to do the interview and he's on the couch playing video games and we had to wait like 20 minutes until he was done playing his video games. He was at Texas. Did he go to Texas? Yes. Yes. Asher went to Texas. Look at you. See, like, isn't that crazy? Like stuff just sticks in your brain, you know, but yeah, never, I've never, I've never even sat down and said, Hey, teach me how to play this. So no. Have you been taught how to do the Dougie? I kid. I'm just kidding. That isn't one of our questions, but if you said yes, it would be great. <laughs> Teach me how to, Dougie. 
teach me how to no. Are you Marvel or DC? Oh God, you guys. Neither. 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 No. I you don't I, like I, any superhero movie. God, Lance Briggs right now is rolling over laughing at me because <laughs> I know. How about Wonder Woman? Is she DC? She yeah, is. That is DC. Okay, then so I'll go DC. There okay. you go. You, yeah. You spoke. DC's making a rise. Now, why, 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 would, why would Lance laugh? Is, is there a story behind that? I'm a comic book guy, and okay. I'm like, I don't see. I, like, I'm so boring. <laughs> Are you watching Christmas movies now? No. Like the how many fucking Prince Christmases are there? The uh, Prince of Christmas. Yeah. The Christmas Prince. No. No, I don't watch, like, all that Hallmark shit. No, I don't do no. that. <laughs> no. she, went to, she went to Florida to escape the Christmas. She's <laughs> escaping. People that, like, I had a friend of mine, she was like, oh, you know, I just did, like, watch, like, three Hallmark Christmas movies in a row. And I was like, oh, good God, what happened? Like, why were you torturing yourself? Yes, Benjamin, Christmas Vacation, I would watch that. There yes. you go. There it is. Yes. We, got, we got one. Christmas yes. vacation or home alone, if you had to choose out of those two. Okay, I have a great story about uh, home alone. So, let's hear it. My friend uh, worked on home alone, he was the set decorator. And when they came to Chicago to do a scene, um, what was one of the follow ups? Uh, Uncle Buck, remember the Uncle, Uncle Buck? Buck? Oh my yeah. god, I loved Uncle Buck. Okay, so we were Oof. out hanging out in Lincoln Park, you know going to the bars. This is what yeah. probably 25 years ago. And my friend says, I have to stop by the set. Um, the director from home alone is the same director for uncle buck did a lot of Chicago. Chris uh, Columbus. No, no. Chris Columbus was no, John, Hughes. John Hughes. John, John, John Hughes did a lot of Chicago movies. So he says, after we've been to the bars, you know, most of the night, it's like one o'clock in the morning. And he said, I have to stop by the set of Home Alone and I have to water spray all the curtains so that they don't look dried out. Tomorrow we're filming. And we're like, okay, whatever. So we go to this brownstone in Lincoln Park that they were shooting Home Alone in. And he goes and he's He's spraying, you know, the, the curtains and he's spraying all the plants and everything. And I walk in and this is the day, this is back when they had answering machines. Oh, and yeah. we're kind of just standing around and all he said was, don't touch anything. We're, we're filming tomorrow. Don't touch anything. And we're sitting around and I look and there's an answering machine. And so I press record. I'm like, hey, Buck, it's Peggy. Call me. <laughs> So the answering machine light is like ringing tomorrow and it's like blinking tomorrow when they're taping. Then I went in the kitchen and they had pictures of the two actors, John Candy, and I can't remember who the woman was, on the refrigerator because it's supposed to look like you know, their house or whatever. Right. And I put up on the whiteboard, hey, Buck, don't forget it's Peggy's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Troublemaker. Peggy, Peggy's a Is it in the movie? <laughs> no, it never oh, made it in the movie. That would I be so whoever, dope. Whoever's in charge of like the consistency thing, whatever that's called, continuity, yeah. I think they caught it and they were like, Danny, 
who was here? You know, so but, but yeah, so I love those movies. I love I'm big fans of those. I love comedies. Yes, she's comedy. Claudio, you had some questions from the chat. Uh, uh, yeah, then hey, how you doing? Thank you. The moderator, Claudio the Barber. Uh, I don't I don't see any. Nobody started any. Oh, so I that you had somebody some. dropped the ball. No, I do not. I'm sorry. Uh, get out of here. <laughs> terrible at your job. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> There's been like a hundred questions from people, but okay, obviously. What else? All right. So on the fun side, I yeah. asked the PlayStation Marvel this. Oh, are you Apple or Galaxy? Apple. iPhone or Galaxy phone? Apple. There you go. I just ordered my new one too. So I'm getting <laughs> the latest one for Christmas. Are you getting that from T Mobile? Where, where I, no, my husband's name is not T-Mobile. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe uh, I should start calling him T-Daddy, all right? T -Daddy. Nice. <laughs> Peggy, I do have one. I do have one. Oh, oh he's doing ever... his job. No, wait. <laughs> what? Hey, let him back him in. Who's cutting him off, Alan? Who's cutting him off, Alan? Have you ever seen The Matrix? Oh. No. <laughs> no. 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 There you go, Alan. Alan, you go, Alan. Answer. Like, we had friends over here in Florida. We had friends visiting, and he told this long story about this. Uh, he watched the 2001 Space Odyssey um, oh because God. it was on TV late at night, and he watched and he went through the entire story about it. I was like this. I said, okay, <laughs> something you need to know about me. I hate science fiction and do not ever show me a movie about the future. Like, like I'm not interested. I don't want anything that is not like here and now that I can relate to. I'm it's terrible. I'm sorry. Michael J. No aliens. They're not a fan. No aliens. Back no to the future. Wasn't uh, back to the future was okay. I mean, it was okay. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, come it's on. A classic, Peggy. It's the only time I've you've lost me. Really? All right, it's keep going. I'm sure you'll, you'll hate me by the time you say no, goodbye. No, no. <laughs> Trust me, Back to the Future isn't my end-all, be-all here. Yeah. No, but Alan, you had a question? Uh, I didn't. No, Claudio took it. Claudio, Claudio took, took it. Claudio took the question. I just brought him on so he could be. We want to bring them all on. Cherie, Cherie, do you have a question for Peggy? I do not. I'm sorry, Peggy. <laughs> oh my God, Peggy! This is I have a great game show. This is for the games of the sixties. Hollywood Squares. Hollywood Squares. Do you have a question? Give me Claudio for three hundred. To give Phil credit, y'all cover a lot of topics. Y'all talked about almost every Thank position, you. so it doesn't leave a okay, lot. Okay, I have a serious question <laughs> from the chat. No, oh, from the, the chat. chat. Before you from do a chat. serious, let me get okay. ask her this question. We always ask our guests. This is one of the new questions. We is there something that you're watching on streaming or whatever that you think people should check out? Oh, see, um. Uh, Dead to Me. Oh, that Have is a good show. With yes. Christina Applegate. Absolutely. Oh, no spoilers. To, no, you have to watch the first two seasons. 
amazing. It is so good. Um, a lot of twists. Lots a lot. of twists. It's, it's excellent. Um, Who's oh, the what is... brunette actress in that? She's great. Oh, she's so good. She's so um, good. So good. And Linda Cardellini. Thank you, Snake Eyes. That's who that is? She's I awesome. I, and, and she and was in blood, Bloodline. Oh, she is yeah. in Bloodline. Yeah, yeah she, that, uh, she, she plays she, the sister, right? Exactly. The sister in Bloodline. If yeah. you've ever seen that, that's who we're talking about. These two play a great role. A story, I don't want to spoil it, but it is so good. It's, and it's very, very good. Yes. Dead to me. I love um, it. See? I'm trying to think. It hasn't been on in uh, since the pandemic. Oh, gosh. Um, I'll think of it. Um, but I'm very, like, female lead role oriented. I think the last three or four years has been super strong with with shows that are very good. It's not like you don't have to be a chick to watch it. They're right. very, very good shows that, you know, well, especially just, Kevin Costner's show. It's like, Oh my God. It's might great. be some of the best writing ever for a female. Ever. Oh, His show. daughter on that Beth show. That is amazing. In that show. Oh my God. When she stops and, they're, they're, um, he brings home uh, Summer or whatever the hippie's name is. And, uh, <laughs> and she's in his shirt and she comes down in the kitchen and the daughter is standing there wait, looking at her and she looks at her and she, she says, I sure hope, the, the friend says, I sure hope you paid a lot for those boobs. And she said, oh honey, I didn't have to pay anything. God gave them to me for free. And it looks like he gave me yours too. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and, then she, and the same scene she says, and this is terrible. The same scene she says to her, she goes, I hope you get ass cancer. <laughs> yeah. She's, I, she's Peggy can relate to this character. I, yeah. I love it. <laughs> I could see you saying that to George McCaskey. Not oh, the last no. statement. Not the what? Not the last thing. I was talking about the first statement. No, I would never say that to George. George and George. I have had Gentleman our George. ins and outs. He, we've had our ins and outs. It's, Has he uh, had hate for you? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> she agrees with the decisions that we've made. She's pissed off. <laughs> I'm just a fan. I'm not a football evaluator. <laughs> you evaluated a lot of misses on the coaches. But yeah. listen, I got to tell you this. I watched this show and it was so good. I like, what do you call that? You just watched it and keep watching. What is it called? Binge watching. Binge. Thank oh. you. That was the but time. I, I binge watched the, uh, the old man. It's on Hulu, and Jeff Bridges is the lead. And let me tell you guys, it is outstanding writing. And really, acting. it's you could watch the whole first season. It is tremendous, and that's my little tidbit for you fans and and for Peggy. I think you'll love it if you like the Yellowstone, the Old Man on Hulu. Ooh. It's an FX show, okay. and it's really good. Oh, I, you'll that. love it, Ivan. 
There's actually oh, yeah. a new Yellowstone coming out. It's 1923, yeah. I think now. I, I gotta watch it. The, it's got Harrison Ford 18, in it too. The 18 one. Yeah, I'm actually rewatching. I thought it had it right Sam Elliott in it. Did you like that's, the 1883? That's the 1883. I haven't yeah. seen it yet. Yeah, Did so you like it? I heard mixed reviews on that. It's okay. It's okay. I, I love like Sam Elliott though. I'm yeah, a huge Sam Elliott fan. There's another show I was watching, and I'm trying to remember it. Um, I'm look sorry, I'm looking it up as we're talking. Uh, Sandra O. Oh, um, oh, what was her last? Uh, um, oh, it's really, really good. But only the first couple of uh, Killing Eve. Oh, Killing I haven't Eve. seen that. Killing it Eve. Is, the first two seasons are the best, but don't bother. Don't bother after like they season jumped two. the shark on season three. Super good. <laughs> Super good, but yeah, that's like what I watch. That's kind of. Have you seen yeah. Unbelievable mm. on Netflix? No. That's a tough watch right there. It's about this girl who was sexually raped, but she can't remember, and the police are putting pressure on her, and there's this serial story behind it is so well written and produced really? on how they go from here and these women are investigating it and you could see the difference between the women detectives yeah. and the male detectives on this and the writing and the producing of it a friend of mine uh told me to watch it and uh he's a part of it uh, and he's like, I was just like, wow, I'm four episodes in. And I was like, this is unbelievable. What's it called again? Unbelievable. I'm writing it down. It's on Netflix. That's another one. I just started it. And I'm telling you right now, the obviously the story, you have to be, it's tough. But, wow. the you know, that's what we keep it 100 here. It's a great uh, show for for learning i it's based on a true it's based on a true story oh so that's it is really good oh that's rough but let's wow. we kept you on and i got one last favor we've asked everybody that comes okay. on to do a station id oh but what you do is say who you are and you can from espn 1000 whatever show mm -hmm. you want and then you say and i'm keeping it 100 on the Tape Never Lies Network. Hang on, I'm old. I got to write that, that down. <laughs> Don't worry. Chris Zorich wrote the whole script down, right, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, Phil. I got to write that. I go, name you and just remember this last part. And I'm keeping it Phil. 100. Akeem oh, Hicks had how so many? Phil, Akeem Hicks, before, 11 takes. 11 takes. For Akeem before Hicks. we do that, we have yes. had several guys in the chat oh, no. wanting Peggy to talk about how hard it was for females to break through as a how, – how it was being a pioneer female sports reporter. There you go. Thank you. That's there what I was looking for. The guys oh. have been there you go. I don't, you know, I don't really ever think I was a pioneer. If you sleep with the guys, it's then you just get a job. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Wow! That was that was. A, we're ending the show what? on that. <laughs> okay. Truth be told, I was never cute enough or the Barbie doll to be that girl. So. <laughs>
<laughs> yes, that was perfectly timed. No, you know what? Um, I never thought I was a pioneer. I'll be very honest with you. Uh, I met the true pioneer in Chicago, Jeannie Morris, Johnny Morris's wife, uh, about eight years ago. I was being honored for um, an award in Chicago as being a Chicago female, you know, a pioneer in sports broadcasting. And I used to always say, you know, I don't want to be known as the female sports broadcaster. I just want to be a sportscaster and I want to measure up to the guys. And mm -hmm. so I have always, always looked up to the guys who work for the newspapers and were the beat reporters because mm -hmm. they could focus on one team. And in television, we had to do all, you know, baseball, football, hockey, basketball, everything. So I really just kind of made it a point of trying to emulate being a beat writer for a newspaper. And the other thing is I had a, my first job, I had the news director said to me, well, you're very Chicago and you have a very Chicago accent. Oh, but he said, I, I feel like if you just told sports, like you're sitting in a bar hanging out and talking sports, I think you'll be okay. And I was like, well, that's not a problem because that's pretty much how I learned sports. So exactly. and that was always really my approach was I have seven brothers and I, it was just kind of like talking. I was approached it like I was talking with my brothers or literally being in Tommy's on Higgins on the Northwest side. And we were talking about, you know, the bears. And that was really, was always my approach. And it just seemed to work in Chicago. Could not get a job in other cities, could not, um, because they thought I was too Chicago. Uh, and then I really just kind of just tried to keep, always keep it real and be real. And I think that's why Lovey Smith really took to me because I was very real. I didn't try to just play and be nice and you know, I tried to be funny at times and tried to promote him, his personality. And, and I think that some of these guys really appreciated those opportunities, as well as knowing that I wasn't there um, to, to go to bed with anything. <laughs> <laughs> <But> myself. <laughs> oh, man, there's going to be so many good clips. Hi. There you go. Yep. I like it. I like it. I like it. <laughs> oh. Hey, no, I mean, you listen, can see you guys. I love to laugh. And that was really. That's that why you're perfect <laughs> on this show. You are an amazing. Honestly, tonight, I never know what to expect with a guest or anybody coming on, especially a new guest or even a repeat guest. But for, for you, I don't know, kind of understanding our friend Dion and you being the opposite, I was like, she's going to fit perfectly in just like Dion. Because as, as far as you guys are, as I, you really can hear yeah. the same type of human being. And I came away tonight. It was so therapeutic talking to you. It was so entertaining and so much fun that I, I like am already thinking, when are, when is she going to come back? When are we going to have her back on? that? That when you have that, oh, that's the truth. When you have that kind of that. guest, it's just like it's great. And well, you know what's funny is that I was—I um, told somebody that I, I had 
this podcast to do. And, and they said, Oh, are you, um, are you researching them or anything like that? And I go, hell, they asked me on either. They know what they're getting or they're going to be. <laughs> they probably were like, have you researched them? They're assholes. <laughs> That's probably what they were leading to. No, I just kind of, you know, I always just kind of feel like you just, if you are truly yourself, um, people will pick up on that. It's when people are exactly so perfect that you can't quite figure them out. Um, that's just not me. I've always just kind of uh, wore it on my sleeve and just like, hey, people are either going to get it or they're not going to get it. And in the end, it's gonna. we're still going to have fun and we're still going to talk sports and I'm still going to go hang out with my friends and you know, it is what it is. It's what's, it's what's made, I think, Chicago sports stand out from other cities is we are very real. When you have true Chicago people who are real, I think it shows. I think the great thing about Chicago, especially for Bears fans, you can love them or hate them, and there's a lot of meatballs and stuff like that, but the loyalty that the Bears fan has to its fan, you know, its fandom is is true. And I think it's a responsibility that the beat writers, some of them don't take into consideration into heart. And I've had a lot of them on here that do. And you get it. You get it. And, uh, and that's important because you brought up Dan Pompey. I'll tell you, I'm from Connecticut. I My father's football, my uncle's one coached the Jets, the other coached the Browns. I could have been a Jets or a Browns fan, right? No, I was a Walter Payton fan, and my wow. loyalty to the Bears was unrelenting, right? So to get to this point, Dan Pompey, my mom got me for Christmas a subscription to the Bear Report, oh, which was gosh. a weekly yeah. magazine. Yes. And I, there was no internet. I read that thing, and yeah. I told Dan this when we had him on. I was like, wow, reading Dan, not Larry Mayer, Dan, <laughs> <laughs> it just embodied. I want to do that. I want to yeah. I want to talk about the bear. I want to broadcast. That was the moment. It was the bear report. Just reading. Wow. And you know what? The McCaskies and have fumbled and Ted has fumbled the ball of allowing Peggy to sit down and talk to Jack Sanborn and say, and tell the story. Who are you, Jack? From So the fans can know that part of football, they're not allowing as much anymore, if any. And, and that's really where they need to step it up. They really I have do. been trying to get a player on my podcast since uh, preseason. And Which every week they say, okay, well, we change it. We've changed it like every week I send a reminder. And, yes. and I think that that's the thing is sometimes if you're too careful, um, you, you, you know, the fans see that. Let them, let them be themselves. Exactly. Like this is what everyone's doing now. Exactly. Let them be themselves. There's and so much social media. Not. I know. I mean, we saw Kyle Long's. Thing, I love Kyle Right? Tariq Cohen is shooting video in the locker room. 
Yeah. This isn't the way we need to see it. Three we want... shot a little bit too much video. Exactly. That's what I'm <laughs> a little too much, maybe too little, little but too wide of a lens. <laughs> <laughs> but the reality is that behind the scenes, if you're this mom and pop shop that you are, then wouldn't that be more heartwarming to hear the story? That that's where you're hundred percent right gotta keep it real in 2022 there's so much fraud there's so much manipulation of truth there's sources sources and this misinformation yeah. anyway we've kept you forever i can keep you yes, on that's why we got to keep you oh I, gotta, you I never did the uh yeah we got to do the station okay. id yeah. do you mind right. Hang i'm on. gonna remind I'm you sure. Every, <laughs> people, people mess this up i don't know why do you no, want i'm gonna i still it up they do. They always oh, mess gosh. up. Keeping it 100. <laughs> That's God, I look up, old. old. That's Keeping it. Up. No, you Damn. don't. Okay. One guy was trying to kick, get digits in the chat. He's like. <laughs> Serious? Oh. Yes. Say names. I got to get them. Jason, I think it was. I don't know. Some of these names. Hang on. There you go. <laughs> okay. Okay. Like as if that helps. Dion's in Dion's okay. in the open of our show every week. Did you know seriously? Because she Aww. said you guys know no the pressure. tape never lies, and it fit right into the song. And she's I don't know. I have a she's one of she's our the best. But she's you the best. now now it's a competition. We gotta oh, make yeah. that bracket TTNL best guess bracket. Anyway, oh. I can count you down. Go ahead. Are you you got it now? Keeping yes. it one hundred on the yes. tape, never okay. Three, two, one. Hey guys, it's Peggy Kaczynski from ESPN One Thousand and the Sportscaster and her son podcast. Um, oh yeah, and Peggy and Dion. Um, I think that's about it. I am keeping it one hundred on the tape, never lies, and you should too. Boom! A Perfect. true pro, a legend. Wow. The legend. Nailed it. I'm not talking about Cliff the yes. Turk. I'm talking about Peggy. How do we how do you pronounce it in Chicago? Well, it's we, Kaczynski, Kaczynski. But like my grandfather was Kaczynski. I knew there was a sh yeah. in there. See? Yeah. So, yeah. You know, I lived in Connecticut for a while too. So. Well, I was just gonna live? ask, I was just gonna ask you that. Yeah. So you've been out here. So who has better pizza? That's New Haven. Have, oh, you had, oh, have you had New Haven pizza? Wait, what? Who? No. Uh, we yes. gotta bring you. Yes, I have had. I lived in Bristol. Okay. Uh, I lived in Hartford, and I lived in New Britain. Right. Hard hit in New Britain. So, wait, so what, what's your answer? Britain? Though, what's your answer? There's a lot more of Polish churches people. per capita than any other city, I think, in the United States. <laughs> exactly. Um, anyways, uh, no. I'm sorry, guys. East Coast pizza sucks. Yeah! Oh, no. It is so wet and sloppy. What? I can't believe this. Peggy, you're All my right. favorite guest. She's gone now. She's gone. <laughs> She's my favorite guest. Yes. <laughs> no way. You got to bring her. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Okay, so, you had, so you had New Haven pizza. You had Peppy, Sally's, Modern. You've had all those. Yes. Wow. You did. Okay. Yes. Oh, wise woman. She's the first one I've ever so, heard say so that. So where in Chicago, next time we come, yeah. where do we where need to go? Where should we go? We're from Connecticut. 
We have oh. shit pizza. We need. Well, good you got to go to new. You got to go to neighborhood places. Don't go. Yeah. Don't go downtown. Where did they take oh. us? Gino's East. That tasted like freaking Elio's or Lou Malnati's, which are more in neighborhoods than downtown. Um, You could go to, uh, no, that's a real sloppy pizza. Um, Now, are you talking deep dish? Wait, you're talking deep dish? No, no, it's all thin. This is tavern style, you guys call it. It's all tavern. It's all. You call it a pizza. Coming home from the bars type of pizza. Yeah. yeah, Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's you wow, know that's, JB Alba- JB Alberto's is fucking delicious. Really? It's up on the north uh, uh north side. It's over by Rogers Park. I think it's on uh Jarvis. Is it oh. on Jarvis? It's yeah, oh, it's up uh, this JB down. Alberto's is delicious. How about this? Pequods. Oh, I've heard yes, I've heard Pequods is really good. But you haven't had it. No, I haven't had it. Okay. Truth be told, I am not a big pizza person. So there, there it is. Anymore. That's why. Okay. Yeah, I used to be, but yeah, not anymore. Well, you knocked it out of the park tonight. You said <laughs> it all. You crushed my heart at the end with the shot at Connecticut pizza. But best thing you said. I just hope I still have a job. You haven't even. <laughs> you've never even been here. Alan, so stop. I know, I just like hating on you. Try it. You guys are New Haven, you said? No. No, I live in Southington, right? Bristol, ESPN is right by Bristol. That's where all the, (laughs) it's where all of the executives. We moved to Southington. Yes. We we moved on up like the Jeffersons. Yes. Me and my my wife, we lived in Meriden, which is not the best. Yeah. But it has its things. No, it's but, a good area. Yeah. My actually my father in law is from Southington. Look what the right. Are I you know. coming out? I'm taking you to some great restaurants. And is then Lake I'm gonna compound still there. Lake Compound yeah. is there. We had the boys of the season pass. See? We took them there. Yes, the oldest roller coaster. The oh my wooden God. one over there. The wow, s- crazy. What is it called? The Wildcat? I forget the name no. of the coaster. Oh, Freaking! I'll tell you what, Peggy. Boulder Dash. I went Bolt. No, Boulder that's da- the newer that's one. Not, oh, the the older one. one, I'm sitting on it, Ivan, with my son. He begs me. We waited in line. Trap, huh? i fucking telling you, oh, I got yeah. out of there. My back is killed. My oh, neck. Is, you hit every bump. Like, yeah. <laughs> that Bang. was like, uh, what's that? The Eagle at Great America? Oh, my gosh. That yeah. was, it, you cat off that with a headache every yes. time. Oh, it, was yeah. that, it was a wooden roller coaster. Oh, it was my that. God. My, my seat wouldn't lock on that. They might my, my protect oh, my thing wouldn't lock on it. So I'm over I there holding on. one time. As we were going <laughs> up, mine came loose. Oh, my oh. God. Yes. I went on one of those new ones. We're locked in, right, Peggy? With my son, I got twin boys. They're eight. So we're going up, and my fucking thing opens a little bit. I have a full-on panic attack. Come on. We're raising up. No I, this, way. I freak. Nope. Oh, my God. No I go, I'm way. getting old. I can't do that shit. <laughs> oh, my God. But... Anyway. You guys are the best. You're the <laughs> no, best. You're the best, pig. Typically, I'm like, you know, I got about 20 minutes for you. Like, that'll work. That's good, right? And I'm like, what the heck? What? What? Wait, it's 1045. Exactly. Yeah, what oh, yeah. On our first date. Does. We do that every yeah. fucking Wednesday. We're like, we've been doing this for four hours. The Fuck. best was that. 
Around and listen. Oh, yeah. Always. That was one of the guys. I can't remember who it was. He's like, I got 10 minutes. Oh, it was Jarrett Payton. I got yeah. 20 minutes with you guys. Oh, he was on yeah. for like an hour and 30. Yeah. So, listen, I always tell, like, when the guys wrangle a guest, they're like, yeah, there'll be 20. I go, he'll probably be on an hour, 40 minutes. But it's a testament to you. And I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. I swear. I, you are. There's a lot of smoke up there. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> we, you are a treasure. Honestly, I'm so, this was such a great time with you. It's like Thank that you first know. date. You oh, yeah. can't get off the phone. <laughs> still on the phone at okay, three in the morning. Let me go get in bed and we'll keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Bernard Berrien no, was talking to, to me last week from his bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bernard was definitely tired last week. I could tell. <laughs> it's all good. I we we interview anyone, anywhere, anytime. But you are a dime, as they Thanks, say. Thanks, you guys. Thank you so much. And seriously, I'm already saying we got to have Dion and you on. Oh my God! You, you know we would now Dion and Peggy show. The or yeah. Peggy and Dion, whatever, whatever and way you can't want steal it. it from ESPN for God's sake. I would love. We would do it thing. in a second, honestly. Yes. Honestly, right. well, you guys check us out. Check out the ESPN Chicago app. Um, Peggy and Dion, the sportscaster and her son, also on YouTube. Um, what a blast. I can't wait to do this again with you guys. Absolutely. Thank you so Thank much. You. Yeah. Seriously. Have a great holiday, you guys. Merry Christmas. You too, Merry Peggy. Christmas. All the best. She was great, Peggy. That was awesome. Krasinski. See that? Krasinski. That would be the correct Polish Way. I don't think so. I don't. I don't. I don't think that's even close to what it would be. But okay. that's what she said. You didn't she hear. Said, she said her grandfather. Kaczynski. She says it's Kaczynski, but her grandfather went by Kaczynski. Kaczynski because he had the right. That's because he had. Yeah. Anyway, I'll have her clear it up. Model. The better. Uh, it was a better open than last week, right? Oh my god. <laughs> nope. Bernard came around. He came around. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it ended up being a great interview. Everybody. Great interview. Cereal. You just, what's he that? Me. When, when I had him on a podcast, he was eating a bowl of cereal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was literally you know, sitting there just hey, eating cereal what, and just talking. That, that, so, man, I fucking I fucked up, but for sure. Okay. So. Okay. 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 Well, you eating that. cereal? Okay. okay. Imagine Jackal with show. someone eating cereal. Yeah, okay. Me, okay, I'll wait. Rashid Davis <laughs> and Bernard, and Rashid was talking the entire time. Bernard just sat there eating cereal, listening to Rashid Davis talk. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> well, when listen. she said you sleep with them, I fucking oh lost my it. god, god oh, that was yeah, lost. that was. I mean, I mean, she, she had to be she, one, she, of she one of the funniest guest uh remarks. I think she's one of the gang, yeah. like she, 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 she really she's one hilarious. of the gang. I, listen, know? I didn't even, I was tempted to text Dion today. And say, hey, I'm having Peggy on just to see maybe there's a note, a nugget that Dion. I didn't even do it. I was like, you know what? Just, you know, Shane had called me or texted me and said what was going on with him. And I was dealing, I'm dealing with a lot with the family and how everyone, it seems like we're all like pushing to get to the holidays. Like, I just got to get through this to get to the holidays. It's just life is very hard. Um, there's a lot of shit going on with a lot of people. 
The Bears have not helped it at all. Usually they're an escape, and now they've become a nightmare, so to speak, because you want to see them win, and then they lose to the Packers. And whether you believe or don't believe, and whether you're on the side of hope and you believe in Eberflus, you're on the side of disenchantment and you want Eberflus already gone and polls you don't believe in, you got to just wait. They're always going to bring you back in. They're always going to bring you back in. But right now, times are tough. And to have Peggy come on the show and just be who Peggy is, honestly, I wasn't blowing smoke. It was so therapeutic. And she was just so all class in all honesty. She totally, like you said, Ivan, fit right into the show. How Shane is doing. He's probably doing the toilet right now. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he's going that shit Either that or his pillow, one of the two, I'm sure. <laughs> Running back and forth, back and forth. I've had food poisoning. I know Claudio has as well, I remember. Yeah. The one. diner, not right? Fun. Wasn't it? The Athena. Yeah, it was some, no, not Athena. No, <laughs> no, it wasn't. The diner near the flea what market. Did, what, you had, you were like, you ordered clams or something at a weird place. I thought, no, no that the, wasn't you. No, that wasn't me. Maybe that, that was, probably was your brother. That was gonna say, I think that was Dino. Yeah. <laughs> that was your brother. He's like, dude, I have food poisoning. What did you eat? I was at the diner and I ordered Clam. clams. Yeah, I would not room. order fucking clams. It's like having Who sushi at a gas station. Who the fuck eats that shit? <laughs> Sushi at a gas station. They have that. Who the fuck eats it? I don't Worst know. thing you could ever do. I don't do. know. Listen, Merry, Merry Christmas, kids. Okay, listen, Christmas is right around the corner. I'm not even done shopping. I'm that last minute shopper. But don't you be a last minute shopper, right, Cherie? Oh, oh. Where is it? Is it playing? Yeah, get I your, hear it. Get oh, your crook ready. Oh my God. This is the part of the show where our sponsor, Yoko, Manscaped. If you haven't Manscaped, whether you're 20 or 60, I'm suggesting you invest in the Manscaped. Right, Cherie? Of course. So it is the season for Queen Ball. Yes, it is. <laughs> Clean those balls, those shiny balls. Our friends at Manscaped are helping you clear your driveway for safe travels this holiday season. From stocking stuffers to white elephants, Manscaped's products are at the top of every wish list. Grab some crop mops for your pop or the body buffer for the holiday lover. Win this year's white elephant gift and help all the men in your life go from eggnog to nice hog this December by going to manscaped.com and using code YOKO. For 20% off plus free shipping. Manscaped is a one-stop shop for all your holiday needs. You have the perfect gift in the Platinum Package 4.0, plus loads of little presents perfect for stocking stuff. What better holiday gift than giving the gift of good hygiene and a few laughs? Manscaped offer a handful of liquid formulations, shampoos, body wash, upstairs and downstairs deodorant, gels, exfoliants, absolutely everything they can need to keep it clean. Don't let their chestnuts roast in the wrong boxers. Get them a pair of Manscaped boxers, specially made to keep the area cool and provide holiday comfort all year round. Now that you've gifted them perfect privates, go beyond the groin with Manscaped's full body product line. Dad has nasty nose hairs. Save his life 
with the weed back and nose in your hair trimmer. I gotta get it for my dad. I gotta... <laughs> coach O, we gotta get that nose hair, Coach. Cheapers, creepers. Is there full kit for nail care with scissors, clippers, tweezers, and a file for the traveling man? There's the new Persevere cologne that brings a light, breezy, woodsy feel and gives that fresh tree scent even after the holidays are over. Still using a loofah? Introducing the body buffer. Well, loofahs actually hold bacteria from dead skin. Help them throw out that disgusting old loofah and get the body scrubber that feels smoother but acts tougher. Lastly, top off the stocking. <laughs> Lastly, top off the stocking with the crown jewel for their family jewels, the Lawnmower 4.0. The electric razors, advanced skin safe technology, is a life changer and known for reducing nicks and cuts on his paper sack. Manscaped is here to make holiday shopping a blast by giving products they'll love and make them last. I love all. It's 20% off plus free shipping with the code YOKO at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code YOKO. Manscaped, for a perfect gift that will be the holiday's biggest hit. That's right. right. Use the promo code YOKO. Sheree knocking it out tonight. Christmas time is here. Use that promo code YOKO. You're going to get 20% off plus free shipping. Free shipping and this time. Get over there. I'm telling you, I have both the 3.0 and the 2.0. All right. We have uh, testimonials here. There's testimonials. In the chat. I met Jason Onstad. What a great dude uh, he was. I know he's looking bigger. That's a big promotion. Is that what she said? Or is that what, That's you what said? she said? His wife is telling you, hey, it looks bigger. Getting more use out of that thing now. That's a good thing. <laughs> hey, you get benefits with that. <laughs> get over there. Enjoy that. Listen, there was no game last week. There's no bear up, bear down. There's no dumb tweets. Shane's not here. I love Cherie's mom. I still love Cherie's mom, and Cherie is here. And listen, the Bears are playing at home. This Sunday, Claudio, there's no cut it out this week, no. right? There's no, no, none of that. Cut out. Next week, we will have Christmas with Courtney. Courtney Cronin, uh, Cherie's favorite, will be on the show. Courtney Cronin next you. Wednesday night, keeping it 100 after the Bears-Eagles. She'll be talking about what she thinks of the Chicago Bears tonight. If you just are tuning in, I don't know where you've been, but you missed one of the all-time shows. Oh, yeah. Uh, Peggy Krusinski, not Krusinski, even though that's how her grandfather would say it. Bratcher. Pre Peggy, 25 years in sports broadcasting on the Bears beat. She now has got the show with our friend, TTNL family member. Dion Miller. Go check them out. And she does the post game with Yurko. We get Yurko on here. And Alan didn't kick her off. So that's. Alan awesome. almost kicked her off. Oh, if you he, noticed. He, he a little bit, but he got close. But. He got close. We kicked Alan off the show. Tonight. <laughs> He's gone. As long as she's happy, I'm happy. <laughs>
As long as Cherie's happy. We talked about a lot of things. We even got some great insight. Go check out the show. Smash the like button. We hope there's hope. There's hope, guys. There's, there's hope. Is there hope this weekend? That is the question. We go to one last thing, and we're going to do it real quick. Is our bold predictions for the game Eagles, Bears, Shane and I, or maybe just me and Ivan will be live. Bears hour live. Claudia, are you coming over to the house for this game? No, I'm working because I'm leaving. Oh, he's picking. I'm working on a Sunday and a Monday. What I'm going the to Gangsters, Italy. What's up, guys? Got to get that extra. $48 haircuts are now yeah, going up. <laughs> We're gonna get that not, funk money. That she, 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 funk money. Going up. Bratcher stood in the hallway. He was like, I ain't paying. <laughs> Bratcher was in the bathroom talk? with the nudies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bratcher was like, Yeah, I'm getting my hair cut. He's warming up, yeah. thinking it was 28 bucks, maybe 35 with a tip. 65. Bratcher's like, Where's the bathroom? He got lost. He, oh, he came. Going. He came with a manscape. He's like, "Hey, can you do this for me?" I'm like, "Get the fuck out of here!" <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is wrong? Nope. With you? He's like, "I brought the lawnmower 400." Like, can you do it? <laughs> oh my! Unless God. that dragon was fucking a goat. <laughs> no. Listen, this weekend, Bears Eagles. We don't even have to play the song. We can play two seconds. I mean, if I'm going to root for a team, I want to give it all I Next got. Next play. Pass. 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 There was no you rhyme or reason. It was a little more than two seconds. I, I live for my dad's. You're going to root for a team. You better give it all you got. All you got. I think Bears fans, most of them, believe in that too. Win or lose. I... I I don't get down with the people that aren't going to watch this game. Like, I watch every play, even in the blowout. It sucks. Yeah. But I, I, I watch every play. Anyway. God. There. Every agonizing, yeah, every agonizing, every agonizing, play. There's only four left. And then you're in an offseason of waiting. Come on. Enjoy it. We know that... They aren't good, but enjoy it. Enjoy. Try to see the good, the light there. Is there any light, Sheree, in your prediction? <laughs> <laughs> Is the Marshall House going to be the smartest man still? Poor Shane. Food, is all football I'm and food poisoning at the same time. Poor Shane, because uh, I... Is weak. I do think the Bears, uh, the Eagles are going to drop 40 on the Bears. 40? Yeah. The 40 burger. They're going to drop it. So my prediction is uh, uh, 41 uh, to 20 Eagles. Um, bold prediction is I know Peggy isn't a fan, but I'm going to go ahead and see Paul Stolman. <laughs> Two sacks? I'll, I'll say a fact. I wasn't going to go. I don't think he's going to get an interception to the house, but I think the Sanborn. Sanborn's all over the place, and I do like what I'm saying. Go to sleep, Alan. Go to, go to, go to bed, Alan. Yeah, Alan, what are you doing? He's he's what are you about doing already? talking about. I know, Bratcher. He's in the Matrix, that guy. 
Are they talking about? <laughs> Alan's eating a bowl of cereal like Bernard. <laughs> I love it, Cherie. So, oh, yeah. Sanborn sack and an interception. Yes. Right. I don't think he's going to get two sacks, but I think a sack and an interception is feasible. Allen, to his credit, gets the show and is giving his prediction. 39 to 13 is Bratcher. Hopefully, Bratcher puts the audio of this up at the end and gives it to you guys that beg me every week. When's the podcast version coming up? Well, Allen takes care of that. Text him, DM him, not me. I got nothing. I go to sleep after doing this, talking for three hours. Forty-two to seventeen, Angelo. What about Angelo? It's not him, but another Angelo. Get your predictions in the chat or in the YouTube. Put your money where your mouth is. All these guys. I know the game. Okay. Claudio, you almost yes. half asleep it's there. Good. Yes, I'm, I'm ready to. Ready you to. almost look like you fell <laughs> ready asleep. Ready to pull a bratcher. I feel like that's not a bold <laughs> prediction, Snake Eyes. Bratcher no, was but... like, bold predict. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> then he's like, Thirty-one twenty. Thirty-one twenty. I hope it doesn't get ugly. I mean, can we get the Eagles to get food poisoning? Maybe then maybe we'll have a fucking chance. <laughs> but um, if that doesn't happen, uh, yes. I think the Eagles will probably win. I mean, let's say thirty-five. I think we'll still score. Uh, so twenty-one, thirty-five, twenty-one. Thirty-five, uh, twenty-one yeah. says the barber. Yes. Thirty-five, um, twenty-one. Bull prediction is Fields. Completes three passes over twenty yards. So area, so three deep balls. There you go. That's a pretty bold prediction because we've had like three all year. So, I mean, <laughs> right? Is that bold enough? That's bold. <laughs> okay, that's not a Bratcher bold. <laughs> oh, Ivan Vargas. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with the uh, with the trend. Unfortunately, I, I've. If I, if we get up if we have an upset it'll be fucking amazing but I don't think it's gonna happen I'm gonna go along the Cherie's lines I'm gonna say 42 to 17 42 uh, 42 17 I know I think Angelo yeah An Angelo had to pretty much as I Same think that's prediction I think that's I think that's just about the right I think that's about right they don't get to 20 <laughs> I think that's about the right I think that's about the right uh, I'm, I'm prepared I'm prepared to be talking Claudio preparing for Italy. <laughs> Claudio, this is your last show for four weeks. No, three weeks. Aww. Three. Three weeks. Yeah. Oh, you don't pull. Well, we won't see jacket. you till the new year. Yeah. Won't be Claudio is not yeah. becoming the uh, executive director of the Italian T-ball or kickball league. <laughs> no. He's he is actually traveling to Italy for Christmas. Bon Natale. Yes. yes. Christmas and New Year's in Italy is going to be. Are you, can you send us family. some live video for next week's show? Seriously. Well, not live, live. Not live. Not live. Because it'll live. be like video. four in the morning. But yeah, hey, video. guys. Yeah. I'm oh, here. Yeah. Can you yeah, give us the video, yo from Italy? Of course. Outside. Then, Will you be outside, at Rome? Uh, my dad's. In... No, I'm gonna, we're landing in Milan. And then we're dr driving down. We'll when do you go? One night. When do you go? Uh, the 20th. Tuesday. 
Oh, so you're going to be there. Yeah, you got to go out in the middle of the, what are they, the big town there. It's probably I'll small. do it at my dad's town where we're going. Yo, this is Claudio the Barber, yeah. and we got a great guest. I'm all the way in Italy. Bold prediction. Go ahead. Bold Justin prediction. Justin rushes over. Uh, Justin has a rush over 50-something yards. I'm not going to say it's a touchdown, but he'll have a 50-something yard rush. Listen, that's awesome. Listen, great stuff tonight. Uh, prediction for me, coming out of the bye, this is a, a weird scenario situation because I always want to see how coaches coach coming out of the bye. What does Eberflus do? What does Getze do? Do they identify? Do they talk the talk like, oh, we're going to go back, self-scout, we're going to do some things. I'm worried that we're going to see some of the same old shit, and it's really going to irk me on BHL. I'm going to be have to watch that live right after the game on Sunday. We'll be live. and uh, But I'm going to go – ah, this defense isn't this, so – 38-13 Eagles. 38-13 Eagles. One touchdown, two field goals for the Bears. It's one of those things that I wish I was going with Claudio to Italy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we have some tough games. I'll be I'm gonna try to watch them. I mean it's six hours ahead. So. This, this last full game. I'm gonna try to watch them. Brutal. Listen, you got the app. You should be good, man. I should be good, right? As long as I have Wi Fi. As long as you have Wi Do they have Wi Fi in Italy? <laughs> yeah, it's not a third world country, bro. Someone's going to take me seriously. Like, what the fuck, man? You, Stop hating on the Italians, man. Hey, man. We have. Dude, I'm Sicilian. I'm joking. Calm down. <laughs> Same thing about soccer. Like, you got. I saw someone get so offended. I don't care. Everyone knows. I don't watch baseball, basketball, soccer. It's the last I, I, thing honestly, I, I, think, I think you have a vendetta against soccer. You guys don't even know what I had to deal with growing up in that. <laughs> oh, That's all we did is break his ball. We'll talk. We got to talk when yeah, you come we'll back. Know. Hopefully yeah. – is Italy? They they didn't even make the no, World they, Cup. No, they didn't even qualify for this. They didn't oh, qualify for up in a row. It, Italians must sad. be fucking. Oh yeah, picking yes. out their ears. But it's going to be a great final. I mean, we're not going to talk about soccer. Argentina France will be a good game. So okay. keeping it World Cup on Friday. Keeping it World Cup <laughs> on another <laughs> network coming <laughs> too. <laughs> Jackal's board. <laughs> My my aunt Emanuel worked. God bless her, uh, her soul. She worked for Alitalia Airlines. She was a yeah. stewardess there. My aunt Annette. She was gorgeous. Anyway, listen, it was a great show. Peggy was tremendous. Um, you guys always bring it. Claudio, just the start of the show. You knocked out the yo. Everybody, let's do shout outs real quick. We'll play the short version. My wife, I'm gonna go cuddle with my wife tonight. That's my goal. Shout out, save number lives. Shout out.
baby. Shout out. We gotta holla at you. Keep it 100 crew. We gotta show love to. Shout outs. We, I think we have the music in the bottom. Because Shane usually puts it up. I totally dropped the ball there. I can't read. There we go. I got it. Can you hear me? Yes. Sound like you're underwater. Uh, try, try it again, Phil. Not Check. Not One, two, three. You're good. Claudio looks like this tonight. <laughs> I'm fucking tired He's like the kid in class. Is tired or stoned as shit? <laughs> no, I'm not stoned. <laughs> There's a conspiracy. I've, I've never Claudio. smoked weed in my life. Smoke weed every day. In your life. In my life. How about Peggy? There's a lot of smoke coming out of my ass. Oh, that was great. <laughs> she, she was tremendous. She was so awesome. Honestly. It's hard to, like, every time there's so many, then you're like, oh, that was the best. Erlacher, that was the best. Thomas Jones. How are you going to be? Oh, oh. Well, we all know Thomas Jones was my favorite. Oh, yeah. oh we do. there we go. That's what I want to do. Got, for the, you got so that clip that on loop. Got we got to do for the new year. Clip on loop. Guest just like... brackets. <laughs> Who was the best guest that you That's thought tough. on TTNL? Put That's that. Tough. We'll put the brackets up and we'll have some fun as we head into the new year and the new Chicago Bears. Emmanuel, I didn't even know you're from Italy watching the show. Really? Maybe you can meet up with Claude. What's the town that you're going to, Claude? What's the name? Well, of it? the town I'll be main, I'll be mainly in Bucino, which is near Salerno, the Amalfi Coast. Oh, look at you! Are you yeah. gonna go down to the beach? No, it's gonna be too cold to be. At the beach. Oh, it gets cold there. It gets cold. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's like 40s, Amalfi 50s. Coast. Yeah, 40s, 50s. I didn't think here, that. But... Let's start with you, Cherie. Obviously, the lady of the house. You have any shout-outs? Yes, I do. Um, first and foremost, shout you guys out. Uh, always have fun. And Peggy was awesome. She had me dying. But uh, <laughs> just shouting you guys out. Phil, that was a great interview. I did say, you know, you covered so much. Why are you putting me on the screen like that? I don't know. What's 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 doing? I'm not doing nothing. What's oh. going on there? Like I said, it was a great interview. You covered so much that we really didn't have follow-up <laughs> questions. So um, shout out to you. Shout out to you, Ivan, Claudio. It's Jackal. Ratcher abandoned us. And he did. <laughs> he jumped ship like crazy. Man, <laughs> hope you you and the family feel better. But I also want to shout out my mom. It's no special occasion, no birthday or anything like that. Just, um, I feel like I don't, I, I need my mom to talk all the time and I always tell her I love her, but I like to publicly announce that how proud I am of her, how far she's come with everything she's been through. And she's just been such a great mom to me even though she had her own issues she was dealing with growing up so i just want to show my appreciation and my love for my mommy <laughs> so shout out to her for being such a great mom and always put me first i'm spoiled so that's awesome <laughs> i had the pleasure of meeting your mom at the larison house beautiful what beautiful what a beautiful soul i love sheree's mom she was a sweetheart. She was a sweetheart. She sweet. And she fits perfectly, keeping it 100. She wears her heart on her sleeve. And testament to you, Cherie, because you are just a tremendous human being. Aww. I'm proud to have you on this show. I was going to say it at my own shout outs, but I just wanted to jump on that with you there. 
Ivan Vargas. Yeah. Save Claudio's slumber. <laughs> shout out to shout out to you guys. Love you guys. Shout out to to everybody that's not here. Shout out to Shane. Hope you feel better. Hope everything is is good with you. Uh, shout out to Peggy Kaczynski because she was fucking hilarious. Oh like I'm God. not gonna lie. Like she made me want to like I want to go ha- like sit at a bar and have a drink with her and exactly. watch. She's and just, she had, she was like witty, like Shane witty. Yes, right on. Yes, yes. She was she was sharp. She was right on. That guy who ever talked to her was smart, saying that's how I want you to be as a broadcaster. Hope they should have done this show a long time ago. Oh yeah, oh yeah, no doubt. And it, she was just wonderful. So shout out to her. And uh, yeah, man, that's that's pretty much it. You're the man, Ivan. Um, seriously, I'm so proud to have you on the network, be a part of this, and you helped me out tremendously doing some of the little things that I can't even get to. Uh, so great to meet you and your family, and you know, as we move towards Christmas and everything, we've been. TTNL, I literally went dead silent. I just took a break from everything. I needed it. And to come to tonight and have you guys here uh, was great. And you were great in the interview as well, man. Truly. So I appreciate you. Claudio, the barber. Yes, I'm going to younger brother. Yes, that's right, bro. Um, Obviously, shout out to all you guys. Shout out to Shane. Ivan, you did a great job. Like you said, exactly. you know, great job with the questions. Thanks, bro. Um, and uh, so also shout out to you and Jackal for last night. You know, sorry I couldn't make it on. Keep it at fantasy, but you did the great oh, no, job. We held it down. Always. We held it down. We, we, we clowned you a little bit, but it wasn't, right. it wasn't T Ball Commissioner smart. clowning. It wasn't T Ball Commissioner. <laughs> oh, that ain't, that ain't stopping. That's, gonna, that's, that's it. We're going to keep that up going. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, just shout out to everybody in, the, in this, you know, uh, the chat. And uh, I'll say Merry Christmas now because I won't be here next week. So Merry Christmas to everybody. And uh, I hope you, you guys. You, have the, you can send the video via messenger. Yeah, right? that's right. I'll send. I'll try to send something. Just send so, it the to night me. Before. Yeah, the night Then before. I'll produce it. Yeah. I'll put some Christmas music to it. And uh, that'll be fun. I'll play it right out the show like you're here. But you'll yeah. really be. Yeah, I'll good. do it Wednesday. So. Yeah, Give it a good, get a good day. angle. Let Adriana take care of the, the background oh, yeah, for you. She has a good visual, right? They're gonna be mad. They don't know, but they're not gonna have data unless they're on Wi-Fi because that shit's expensive. So no, they have be, to be on they're, gonna be, they're gonna be pissed. You gotta get like, T-Mobile. Oh, I can't Snapchat every fucking T-Mobile twice. <laughs> T-Mobile gives you free. They don't need to do that anyway. They exactly. That's what I told them. Yeah. Put your phones down, for exactly. God's sake. You're in Italy. Oh, Look I'm around. Well, no, that, but that's the thing. It's all about the photos. They want to get the photos. Oh, the yeah. They can post them when they get that's, back. Exactly. That's what I'm going to tell them. So tough with yeah. that. They're going to be mad Social at me. Social media stuff. <laughs> I'm going to say, Sheree told me to do this. So it's not my fault. Anyway, all right, yeah, that's it. Have a oh, blessed you know. trip, Claudio. Thanks. Seriously, Thank you, Phil, I didn't get a chance to say it, but I did want to say that was a good job on the intro. So I liked your intro. Oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah, yeah uh, I had to do the voiceover because our guy, shout out to him, Lawrence Fleming, the voice, he has COVID. 
to send some prayers his way. He tried to muscle through it. And I say muscle, if you've met him, he's like one muscle. Uh, But (laughs) he is. Just one muscle? He's a giant muscle, walking muscle. So that guy is a great dude. So, yeah, um, I'm not passing the thank you. For the, the the love there, but our guy will be back. I just had to step in and get it done for the show, and I'm glad Peggy loved it. That's what I hope was hoping Bernard would be able to have crazy moments in TTNL. I got to shout all you guys out um, again, Claudio. Really have a safe trip and enjoy yourself and. Embrace that. I'm very jealous. I've never been to Hi. Europe, but I really would love to go to Italy because that's where my grandma, grandma and grandpa are from. My mom's family's from Sweden, so I'd love to get there. So I have Swedish, Italian. I got to do that. My wife bought the 23 and Me. Oh. I haven't done it. Oh, nice. I need to do that to figure out what the fuck I am all over the place. I want to do that too. Yeah, I got to get that. They, t- although, that's how Cars found his sister. <laughs> so, this stuff happens crazy. I hope that's what. Yes, <laughs> but you can yeah, opt yeah. not to have anyone contact you when you right, right. You have that option if you don't want to make any connections. I just you don't, don't want. I'm about to find out. And I got some Coach O got me some brothers and sisters. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Oh. Dad, we have some stuff. X's with the O <laughs> at night. <laughs> Video nighttime talk. Confronting my dad. No, I kid. Anyway, shout out all of you, Lawrence. Obviously, get better, Shane. Thank God I was able to handle this interview. You couldn't because she became you, like Claudio said. No, I miss Shane. <laughs> And uh, shout out to everybody on the TTNL family. Alan, great job tonight. All jokes aside, oh, yeah. Matrix included. Good <laughs> job. Uh, Alex Acevedo's got the hats up and running. The TTNL hats, the swag shop. Get over there. TTNL swag. You want a Christmas gift? Uh, Alex, are we doing the 20% off? Got to let me know. We need that promo code. For 20% off TTNL swag for the holidays. A lot of people have reached out to me. Got to get that going. Um, uh, shout out to Peggy for coming on the network um, and ha- just being herself. I was real. And then you heard her words at the very end, which is the trademark here. Just be real. Be who you are. All of you guys that are struggling in any way in life, um, my DMs are always open on Instagram. I've gotten amazing messages and crazy messages there, but they're always open. And this time of year is great for some people and terrible for some people. And I am open to it all because I have my moments too. In this day and age where social media, as Claudio is saying, is so prevalent and we kind of miss the world as we scroll through our social medias it's important to take a little bit of a break take a little bit of a break the bears 
will break us anyway. So we'll be back. Thank you all in the chat, all of you fans, even you haters. Without you, this network wouldn't be the top place to go for Bears news. And I'm getting so excited as we move to the, the final stretch because I know how valuable these games are and the answers will be there, I hope. I hope there's hope. I know Chris Zorch, he likes it, he likes it. Shout out to him and Jim Larison and everybody. Next week, we'll be back with Courtney Cronin on the Christmas episode of TTNL. A Courtney, a very Courtney Christmas. We'll do sun. Oh, yeah. Claudio will chime in from Italy. Hopefully, Angelo Marino makes appearances. Claudio, you're going to miss oh, I'm it. I'm going to miss. Oh, my. Oh, Fuck my. it. I'm, I'm, I'm canceling it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm canceling the trip. I'll go after fucking Wednesday. Fuck, they, they can, I'll be there. Yes! We'll see you guys next week. Uh, next week, Courtney. BHL will be live and in trouble, I believe, come Sunday. We'll see you next week for Ivan, the super producer. Cherie, the super lady producer of all deliciousness. Jeepers, creepers. Yes. <laughs> Chris Jackal and his board meeting and everybody and Claudia the Barber, the moderator. I'm your guy, Draft Dr. Phil. We'll see you later. The tape never lies. Hey, fuckers. This is Brian Erlacher, and I'm keeping it 100 on the Tape Never Lies Network. Tape never lies. Tape never lies. Tape never lies. Are you friends with Adam Rank? I am. Come on. Phil. Good damn it. You guys know the tape never lies. Give me some name. Come on, Shane. Tape never lies network. Tape never lies network. Maybe two I'm a born American boy. Born in this land. I tell you what, man. Preston Abner, I tell you what, man. You'd be better in the open field. That's all I said. Brent Gill's the fucking new punt god. I'm fucking love it. I love it. I grew a goatee because the only way people knew that I had actually gone through puberty is his hair either had to be here or here. And that was it. (laughs) (laughs) These guys will tell you. The best abilities Stability isn't availability. It's accountability. You fucking nerd fucks. Uh, there you go. Yep, I'm liking it. I'm liking it. I'm liking it. Fuck yourself. <laughs> blame, blame it on the bubble wrap. I love him. Jim Larison is faster coming out of the end zone than I see Ebner. It's pretty true. I mean, that's true. The tape never lies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who's gonna rise up? Jeepers, creepers. I'm good. I'm feeling good about this week, man. Yeah! And when we go, I love all That's gonna get old. Good, good man. That's good. Have you watched yeah, The Matrix yet, dude? Never so, man, I fucking. Oh, the tackle would be the great bigger on my ass. I was like, oh, <laughs> man. <laughs>
Claudio hired him to draw logos. Mars <laughs> <laughs> was also supposed to be named after Dion Warwick. That's so strange. <laughs> Give me some fucking names. You know how cold it is here, guys? I'm doing this for you. <laughs> I'm doing this for you, you know. I got it up. Tape never lies, network. But her face can't. She gotta work that ass for daddy.